professional wrestling superstar, champion, entrepreneur, author, and show host. Feeds you more interviews, more stories, more information, and more laughs than ever before. <laughs> Conversation with the big guy, Ryback, starts now. Welcome to Conversation with the Big Guy, Ryback. I am the big guy, Ryback, and this week, I'm broke. I would say... I'm, gonna, I, I'm probably going to title this episode, The Rise of the Phoenix. I love it. I'm in. Is that, I feel like that is what it needs to be. Very episode. But welcome back, Phoenix Marie. Hi, how are you? If Hi, you, everybody. If you build it, they will come. Right? It's, it actually looks amazing. It's, I'm very impressed. At least it's in my house, so where I can do, I, I can literally work from home and like, I schedule interviews or things like early in the morning sometimes, or we do the wrestling, yeah. and I just... Wake up early, shower, and then come in and get everything set up. And I was like, this is so convenient where you don't have to drive somewhere. And yeah. And you're not worried about, is the studio going to be open whenever you want it yeah. to do it? I think it's a great I, idea. I would like it bigger. I wanted Joe Rogan, man. Have you like seen that complex he oh, yeah. built? Huh? Right by that, uh, the Ice House. Have you been there yet? Yeah. Have you been on his show? No. I'm friends with him, but no, I haven't been. How come you haven't been on? Uh, I, I don't think Ooh. I have anything that I need to talk about to Joe. I don't know. I feel like you have a lot to talk about. <laughs> I think his wife and I want me to talk about that. <laughs> Do a lot of women hate you, Phoenix? Um, I think they get intimidated until they know me. Because a lot of women assume, like, one, I'm a whore and I'm going to fuck every... My ex-girlfriend hates her guts. <laughs> Absolutely really? hates me? you. Aww. She has sent many messages to you <laughs> over... And she does not believe anything I tell her, ever. Like, we never fucked. I'm sorry, guys. I'm, just so we can throw it out there, because it's been asked to me at AVN and it's everything It's been asked else. to me a lot. Yeah, it's like, are, did you fuck him? No, we haven't fucked, okay? We're I'm very friends. professional with my work. I feel yeah. like that would, because then... Because then we couldn't do this, I think. If something, then if it goes bad, though, you would have been gone. Well, yeah, but I mean, Well, you were gone anyways, but that's <laughs> for hockey. You left me for hockey. I did leave you for hockey. Hockey is amazing, I'm not going to lie. It's been an evolution with this show. we got to talk about that yes, on here, too. definitely. And the elephant addressed the elephant in the room, a.k.a. little guy. Yes. The Sophie is uh, broke her back again, um, and she had successful surgery today. Luckily, and everything is good. There's only one more spot uh, she's susceptible to breaking. So, anyways, the little guy gets very lonely um, mm-hmm. when Sophie's not here. So, and he's always loved you. Yes, he's my little buddy. The, he, we always joke about the lipstick on him. <laughs> always comes out when he's around when Phoenix is around. But he's uh, he only had a slight one. So yeah, far. but he's so I'm bringing him in here to kind of be part of the show this week. Yes. Hopefully you don't mind. I don't mind. Come on. He's uh, and our viewers, I feel like in YouTube world, will not be upset. He is an amazing little dog, yes. a little Boston Terrier. He's my little buddy. He's crying. A How old bit. is he now? He turned two on May fifteenth. Yeah. So I got him when he was a puppy. Yeah, I remember. And uh, I actually got him from Petland. The, oh, that's off Tropicana, right? The one known Summerland. Okay. But a lot of people like talk. I didn't realize. There's a lot of people that are like always say, don't buy from... Oh, pet mills. Yeah, and, and that place has a pretty bad reputation that I wasn't aware of. But I always look at it, well, if you get a, give a dog a home... It's that, giving a dog a home. Giving a dog a home at the Otherwise, end of the day. Otherwise, what, he's going to be terminated because yeah. he wasn't sold in the pet mill. So. Yeah, so I that's agree. why I always... Like, but I mean, he was an expensive dog, but I remember when I, I saw the image of him because it was a process of getting the dogs too because... 
the ex. The ex. <laughs> yeah, and you got Sophie to comfort, uh, to have a friend for, for Sonny, mm -hmm. but also to kind of like help me. Whenever the dog went away. Went away. Psycho, I mean, right? Yeah, because we had multiple <laughs> instances of, of that. Uh -huh. And then they got so attached that I felt guilty. And then after finally everything was ended, I, Sophie was so sad and needed to get another dog for little guy, uh, for Sophie. So I saw this image of little guy as a puppy for Petland because mm -hmm. I was just looking at dogs sad one of day. I was like, and I just saw his image and I go, called and I literally just went and went and bought him right See, then. Awesome. Yeah. And I was going to name him, uh, wasn't going to name him a nickname. Uh, I was going to name him uh, Sobo. For Sobu. South Boston, okay, because I like Sobu the drinks. Yes. So, uh, but I didn't want to name them Sobu. So Don't I, was, I have a name tag Sobo. I actually had it made. Are you kidding? Yeah, me? Yeah, but there I had little guy in my head too, and I go, I can't name a dog a little little guy. Mm -hmm. I go, you could name a dog whatever you want to name him, okay. and um, which I should have named him Turbo with his personality, but um, which I call him sometimes. But the girl there called him Little Guy. Aww. She goes, Come on, little guy, and I go, Fuck, that's his name. Yeah. So here we are, Phoenix. The big guy and little guy. Yeah, perfect. They how, look alike, don't they, guys? <laughs> how uh, how's life been? You've been what's been going on? It's been about a year. Yeah, it's been about a year. Obviously, yes, hockey season. Fuck the San Jose Sharks and the referees. We'll leave it at that. Everyone knows that they know they got okay. fucked over. That's okay, it's fine. And then uh, I got a new another job. Uh, I work for a medical company, Allergan. I'm actually a master trainer for cool sculpting. I travel all over the world to do that. You travel now, yeah. it is, because you were doing the cool cool sculpting at Ageless. Forever, now yeah. explain that to the listeners. That for the, I'm just treating this as yeah. the first time you've no, ever yeah, been on the show. Yeah, why not? Um, we have so, a lot of new listeners. Yeah, it's cryolipolysis. So basically, it does a little bit of a vacuum pull and it freezes the fat in the areas that maybe you work out and you can't get rid of it. It's a little bit more loose skin, but there's definitely fat behind it. So it's not proven to skin tighten it except for in the chin. Um, but everywhere else on the body, I have done it pretty much everywhere. You look great, by the you. way. Thank you. And the new teeth, obviously. Yeah, yeah, that's... Man, teeth, we were talking, they were so... It's so important to for self-confidence, I feel like, and just feeling... Because my teeth, we were, I was telling you when I was... I had my wisdom teeth came in, and right. I was on TV, WWE, with the Nexus. And I remember working at Smoky Bones, and like one, my front tooth had kind of like moved back a little... And my bottom tooth kind of was a little crooked from the wisdom teeth. Yeah. And I remember I was always really self-conscious smiling at people, even though I would still. But, like, if there was a pretty girl at the table, I would, like, like, the smile would be. Yeah, you can't get yeah. that full. Like, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't. Cause, so you hold your personality in it. And it's like right. you don't even, these different times. And But I was doing an interview in the ring with the Nexus, and somebody just screamed in Sacramento. I'll never forget it. And I've talked about it. I'm like, Fix your fucking teeth. And I just remember I was just like, <gasps> that week I went home and made an appointment for Invisalign, got them on and had Invisalign for years because I'd only wear them at night because right. I wasn't going to wear them on TV or yeah, no, with the amount I was eating. And, but So you went veneers. Yeah. So all the top are crowns and then I have veneers for the bottom front and then I have five more teeth I have to do. And then I'll do that on Tuesday. And then I'll are, be are those pretty expensive or no? Um, about 700 to 1200 or two. So I'm at like 25000 Twenty-five thousand? Mm-hmm. Are you getting it for free? No. Oh, Phoenix. I know. I should have just been like, oh, no. I just, and honestly, I just assumed. <laughs> no, it was and it's a female who is actually my dentist, and she is the sweetest girl. Um, I have a really fast metabolism, I guess. So I metastasize any like lidocaine or novocaine into the mouth. 
So she'll put it in and then she'll start drilling and about 20 minutes later, I'm back to being unnumb. And she's like, oh no, Fuck. that's scary. Yeah, and she's like, I know you don't do drugs or anything, but your body just literally used it and got rid of it. So wow. where everyone else will maybe get like four shots in the mouth, I'll have to do like seven. Yeah, were your, your teeth weren't bad before though. Uh, they weren't bad. They were a little I'm bit just, smaller. Okay. And then I just felt like, and I had like a baby gap in the front. So did, yeah. did they give you problems like did, for you mentally? Like did that? Because I feel like that's. I had definitely some fans when I first started. They're like, fix your busted teeth. Same as how like that one comment. And I was like. Yeah. And then I looked and I was like, I like my smile all busted up. Like, fuck you. There's a song called Crooked Smile. Yeah. Fuck you. Listen to it. People are horrible yes. on that. Like The fact that somebody would even say that to another human being. Yeah, like, it's like you're jerking off. Just hold your dick and shut the fuck yeah. up. Right? But like you wouldn't even like. Because for me, I feel like if you're going to say something to somebody, I instantly process, well, how's that going to make them feel? What am I getting out of this? Like that, just normal everyday things where you're like, that's not worth saying. There's no good that will come from that. Most people don't operate like that, though. I agree. And They're I don't, just assholes. Yeah. It's just so, it doesn't need to be like no. that, though. But you look great. Thank you. You're so last you? Time, well, thank you. I'm getting getting my muscles back. <laughs> oh, shut up. He's <laughs> lying. No, but it's, they're, it's coming back. The, are you, because you'd lost a lot of weight before. I feel like you look better now than when I last saw you. Yeah, I've definitely toned out a little bit more. Um, obviously rocking like six pack when I want. Currently, I... You look strong, like very dominating right yes. now. That's the look All I feel right. like you always, <laughs> Phoenix Marie always needs. <laughs> right? You gotta lift a bitch tomorrow. Let's go. <laughs> well, it's like I still haven't shot porn. I'm still out. You're still retired. I'm still out, right? I'm all, you I'm haven't officially retired? No, I don't want to say that. I mean, I, you're I like mean, it's like the pro wrestling because like they say they're retired and then they go back. Yeah, multiple times. Like what the fuck? Like he'll be back next. week. I could have said that like three years ago and said or two years ago or a year ago I'm retiring yeah. just to then go back and like yeah, it's not worth it's fun. yeah you just don't say anything. Yeah, you're you like, just go. I'm gonna see that. what happens if I can get healthy again and then I'll go back. Where some people are dramatic and they're like they want the attention. I'm leaving. Forever. Yeah, it's, it's done forever. <laughs> Five months later, so uh, I'm back here sucking <laughs> At dick an again. Indie show. <laughs> <laughs> I just started taking bookings. I got one in Barbados. That for Ooh. hell of a, it's a my buddy PJ Black got it. It's a nice little uh, payday for nice. a vacation yeah, on the basically. beach. I was like. Okay. I'll make an appearance. I, I think guess. that's November 16th and 17th. That's going to be my first match probably. Right before uh, Thanksgiving. It, yeah. And do some, uh, do a little bit of bookings at the end of the year and oh, see. Nice. But Yeah. So how's your, how has your diet changed since? Oh, you'll be so proud of me. You're not going to believe this. I've been sugar free for eight and a half months. There's no way. hundred percent. I swear to God on everything. No. That's why my abs show now. Because so, I literally like. Yeah, you look great. I have abs. I have not had sugar in eight and a half months. It was a dare. And the doctor That's all that it took was yeah, a dare. You would come. Course. So just for everybody listening out there, <laughs> Phoenix, when we were doing this show in my kitchen before, very nice kitchen. Yeah. The she <laughs> new backsplash. She, yeah. who's new backsplash. <laughs> who's, who's, the she would bring donuts or have Joe bring her yeah. donuts. That's how, that's how Joe eventually got on the show is bringing her donuts, sugary treats, and then I would always. What did you? You you loved your red wine. Yes, red wine. And donuts. Mm-hmm. And what else? Pink box donuts, yes, I know. Pink box donuts. Um, I would get the Dairy Queen on my way here. Yeah. Because Dairy Queen's right there. So yeah. I'd be like, oh, I have a Dairy Queen. I eat two of them. Yeah. Here. You would get tired during the show because you're sh- you would start crashing. And I'm like, oh shit, I need another ice cream. And we would give you the Stevia root beer to trick you, yes, which had no which calories, so but you felt like you were consuming more sugar. Mm-hmm. 
That would always be the last break. I feel like you would always have that sugar, the the stevia root yeah, beer. It's so good. I like. I haven't. I should just be using drinking that. stevia right now. Yes, I'm all. I need the no sugars. Like it's the best thing in the world. I uh, I don't so even no do a lot of the stevias at all. But nothing against it. But if I do, I'll do something like this or the Lacroix or something like that. But I like the stevias. I yeah, I do that. too. And I, I keep them in there. I do one or two a day usually. I've done like I've tried every different form of dieting. And I found, and I was doing intermittent fasting, mm -hmm. which is why I was asking what you were doing. And so it's just no sugars. Yeah, no sugar. I can't do what, intermittent fasting. What do you eat then? Time. You eat morning to night, like essentially? No, um, actually, I do more like, I'll do a heavier breakfast now. I'll eat like a smaller snack during lunchtime. What do you do for breakfast? Uh, maybe egg whites and vegetables mixed in, some feta cheese, because I love so, my cheese. Yeah. So you do, do you doing carbs though still, or no? Have no, you cut carbs I out altogether? I, I'm not completely out. I just, I can't. I tried it for a week. That shit was not happening. Yeah, it's a whole <laughs> different experience when you first do that. Oh, yeah, no, there's no way. I tried it so hard. I was like, I'm going to cut. No. Mm -mm. I do, because I was doing the intermittent fasting, but I went so extreme with it. I was doing 20 hours of no eating every day. Oh, no. I need so many calories. I wasn't able to get the amount of calories in four hours. Yeah. But what had happened was I initially started at like 12 hours, and then I was like, oh, that's easy. I'm going to do 16. I always take things to the extreme. You? No, yeah. never. You know, the, and eventually I'm doing 20 hours a day, which I'd even debated. I was like, I can do the OMAD diet, which is one meal a day. Oh, no. And you just like, some people just pig out. The problem is I eat healthy and was eating vegetables and salad with protein. I was like, I can't eat enough food. And what I was doing was eating like every hour for four hours, which was becoming a pain in the ass. And just like force feeding all in a short window. And, but my metabolism started slowing down uh -oh. and I've never had that happen. And then I tried to start eating. Regular. And I started like putting on weight in my waist. And I was freaking out because I'd had this. I was like, am I just getting old? And like, <laughs> no. Am I getting hit? What? Over 30, it's all down. Yeah, because you always hear that with oh, people. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, no, I've been, there's no way. I know this all started. So then I just, I did it slower. But I found for me, I tried keto, little guy. Stay here, bud. The keto diet was making me fatter too because I don't process fats well. So I have to go low to moderate fat and mm -hmm. super high protein, which is more of like a carnivore diet, Yeah. but with vegetables and salad. So those are my only carbs are from essentially salad and, and broccoli oh. and in high protein, lean oh. turkey, chicken, fish, and, and uh, steak and uh, lean meat. So that's what I function better as. And now like I'm in the best shape I've been in a long time yeah. doing that. You look big still, big guy, big. Yeah. Still 288, 290 right now, oh. but... The, I'm 175. Man, you're a big bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I joke with Phoenix ever, but just so if people are listening, he's <laughs> yeah. like, he's really mean to her. <laughs> Why is she crying in the corner now? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, no, no it's you all, are. Yeah, it's crazy. And I got my fat is down so much. I'm just like, how tall are you? 5'9". Yeah, you're a big woman. Like yeah. as far as, what's the average height of a woman? Uh, I would say about five, five to five, seven. Yeah. yeah sound about right. Sound five, 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 six, five, yeah, seven. Yeah. I would say like five, seven on the higher end. So I'm just a couple inches high yeah. taller. So you're traveling all the time now with this yeah. every weekend or every uh, week? No, I'll... during the week, luckily I have an agreement with my boss that I can take that time off if I need to. Oh. And it's like probably twice to three times a month. And they're really awesome. They're like, okay. And they pay me extremely well, like what my scene rates used to be really? for five hours worth of work. I feel like you're one of the more successful girls in the, for everyone listening, you were in the adult industry. Yes, for I, about almost 12 years. Yeah. yeah. And at the higher, at very high level, yes, say, thank you. very well known. Yeah. 
and you have been able to transition out of that and have a regular job, so to speak, right? Yeah. But like a very cool job in yeah. the medical field. I work with a wellness doctor who's amazing. I mean, I do a couple of aesthetics things now. I work on the plasma pen. So any like forehead lines or crow's fear or anything else. Oh, I forehead do. lines. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, if you need that little guy going, I got I've always had those since I was a kid. I just assumed that was... You're just angry. <laughs> an angry man. No, but like even crow's feet, instead of using like Botox and stuff like that, that it's $600 on average yeah. to get rid of it. You can literally just do this and it actually tightens the skin so you never have to worry about really? having to do that. I'm really big on my facial care now. Maybe you could tell me, I use a snail repair cream. Oh no, you're using the snail. <laughs> you put snail gel on your face. I love you so much. <laughs> Wait a second, what's wrong with that, Phoenix? I mean, I understand that you're actually saying that the stem cells from the snail goo is really awesome. I actually It's a white cream, I, I don't, I don't I think about that. Yeah. <laughs> Phoenix yeah. Murray, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. The, I don't think about that when I'm putting it on, but I've noticed a noticeable difference using it. Skin tighten and pores? Just, it just, yeah, I just put it all on my face right here because I go in the sun a lot. Right. So when I go out and I bathe in the, in the hot tub. In the, the or the sun. ice tub. Yeah, and, yeah. And I, that sun beats down on my face. and I mean, I'm getting older, too. So I'm a little, I feel like when you start getting into your older 30s, I you, so. you worry so about bring that. Bring up my age again? I hate you. <laughs> You're older than me, right? Yes, again? I am. I think two years. 40s? No, I'll be oh. 38 in September, asshole. <laughs> I'll be 38. I am not 38 now. Everyone. You're 37 still? Yeah. That's right. Till September. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're much older than me. I'm uh -huh. November 10th. I hate him so much. The, uh, so, hold on. I want to talk a little bit more about the um, the fat. The fat. The, oh, cryolipolysis, the cool yeah, sculpting? Yeah, cool okay. sculpting. Because you were doing that, that here before. Yes. And so... Just, I'm trying to figure out, like, how does that compare to liposuction for people? It's a much, it's, it's less invasive, yeah, right? Yeah, 100% non-invasive. So what's cool is, like, when you do liposuction, they're actually cauterizing underneath the skin to create an illusion of abs, for instance. Like, it's very popular on porn stars now. And I think everybody in general on TV. So they're actually going in, but what happens is they can create new fat pockets. So while they etched out like an ab, for instance, the fat pocket that they left behind will never go away now. It's actually a scar tissue where the fat stays in. Wait, what are people having? They're having abs etched yeah, out? Yeah, you can literally get your abs etched out. 100%. Like you can sculpt abs inside your abdomen. What? Yeah, it's really, it's very intriguing. I've um, heard of people of ab implants, I thought. Yes, they have those too. But this is totally different. It just actually goes underneath there and carves it out. Laser Where you just you take the fat out of those areas in yeah. front of the abs? Yeah, and they literally, and they swoop it in so it looks like you have a six pack. And so people are doing this all the time. Yeah, and then a lot of girls obviously are taking and putting it in their ass right afterwards, which makes sense for them. I don't need that. What? There's a, so no joke, there's a girl at our gym at the LVAC, a, uh -huh. a Brazilian girl, and oh my God, Phoenix, she has the largest ass I've ever, it's, but she, you could tell she used to be this beautiful girl. Cause she still like a has, normal girl? Yeah. yeah. And she got into the fitness world, and no judgment what anyone yeah, does, and people Dude, are yeah, gonna be happy. And but you could tell that she decided to go the route of performance enhancement drugs at, right. at some point. And but her face is still very pretty. Mm -hmm. But then somewhere along the line, she started doing the ass stuff, yeah. and it's trying to figure. I've never. I'll have to show. I'll show her to you after the show. Yeah. Uh, it's. The most extreme, like when I first saw her there, I thought it was like a tumor, like something. It was so, but guys 
don't even look at her at the gym like you would think that like would, yeah they'd be like oh man I want that yeah it's if they look it's oh, everyone has the same reaction like they're like, like what, what is wrong yeah happened? and I was like man and I looked at her on social media and you could tell obviously there's some stuff going on there but I was like what has caused this person to like go that extreme with it attention yeah which means mostly I feel like the more distorted you make your body there was something that was implanted in you to cause such an insecurity. Yeah. And it sucks because, unfortunately, a lot of men in particular, no offense to guys, you guys know I love penis, so we're not even judging that. That's it's our like, next where we're going to go into next yes, about your, the stem cells. You know, if there's any updates on that. <laughs> yes, end. definitely. Uh, <laughs> but it's funny because, like, I look at them and I'm like, how have you guys, like, allowed someone else to dictate how you should look? Why would you let a society fad? Because guess what? Back in the old days, it was be thin as a rod and huge ass tits. And then now it's, don't really care if you have tits, just have a huge ass. It's like, how about just be yourself? Like what you like. Fuck yeah. the internet and everything else. It's very like easy for me to go, I have a plastic surgeon in my office. I can be like, hey, guess what? I'm going to join the trend. Let's make my ass even bigger. Yeah. But I And I thought about it. I was like, maybe I should just do what all the other girls are doing. And I'm like... No, I have a big ass. Like, it's even though it's not fake, it doesn't bubble super crazy. Yeah. And like, don't do what they're doing just because. It's a never-ending game, though, when you go down that road. It's like people, yeah. like with guys that... <laughs> little, like, guy, little guy is getting... <laughs> Rambunctious. Yeah. Yes, he needs a little bit of attention in here. It's okay to take attention breaks for him. Yes, exactly. Five-minute attention break. Yeah, nah, <laughs> he... Uh, it's like guys, I tell you, like when guys decide, or even women decide to start using steroids, I feel like, I feel like very few are able to stop. Yeah. Because they become addicted to it and like their identity gets wrapped up in that. And you see it with like pro bodybuilders who compete in it like all of them when they stop. There's some they have to because of health reasons right. and they go the complete extreme of and their... they're super fat. You don't even recognize them or super skinny. There's a lot of them like A lot that. of them. Yeah. Because it, it's... Well, the drugs fuck well, they, up your system. And they, but they, they mentally can't work out without it. Yeah. And, it's a, and it happens to a lot of people where they can't physically train with it because they become so dependent on it. But you see with some of them that if they still are taking stuff, maybe just not as much as they were to to Enhance. keep that identity because they, they can't, they get so caught up and wrapped in wrapped up in that world. And I feel like it's the same thing when you start doing that with enhancement things. Because yeah. once, if you work for something though and you learn that foundation and that discipline, you'll always will have that because you will enjoy the process. It's just a different mindset. But if you just can go, you can like, you start getting these operations, it's quick fixes, and then it's never enough because you've never actually learned to be fulfilled and satisfied with yourself, I feel like. You found something else new that you didn't like yeah. about yourself after you fixed that. And if you have insecurities rather than dealing with them, and because that's tough, oh, yeah. and we all have them, yeah. it's just getting these quick fixes. It's like it's like people that, that spend money on buying stuff. It's to like cover up things. And yeah. Gary Vaynerchuk always talks about that, like asking yourself why you're doing the things you're doing. Because it can get out of hand really quickly if you are doing it for the wrong reasons. Yeah, for acceptance, for <clears throat> just, I like myself, so I had to buy this new dress, otherwise I'm not going to be pretty. Yeah. It's yeah. like everyone else has a Louis Vuitton bag, I have to get one too, yeah. otherwise I'm not cool like they are. Yeah, and those Fucking are the... Fucking Kardashian era bullshit. And that's fine, I guess if that is why you do things, as long as you know it, and that's... But... No, but it's not okay, like... Figure out what you need yeah. to do to fix you to be happy with you. Like, where's fucking... I'll rock a trash bag tomorrow. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's cool. Guess what? I'm good with me. Like, I know where my flaws were. I want to get my teeth done. Yeah, I did it for me. I didn't really care, like, if anyone yeah. gave, gave a shit or not. Yeah. Like, everyone said, you got out of porn, you made yourself look better. What the fuck is that? I was like, 
thanks, I guess. So like, you should go back in now that you're perfect. I'm like, first of all, still never perfect. A, B, like, I just don't need to, I'm doing this for me, not yeah. because the camera asked me to be a certain way. Yeah. People will just say the damnedest things. I've always wanted to have drugs make me big, though. That'd be yeah. so cool. No, I'm just <laughs> I, and I, we talked about me doing them from 20 to 24, but they're so bad for your health, and that's like I just wish people don't understand with all that. And it's like when guys get older and they can't bench what they used to bench. Yeah, it's such a mind fuck for them. Yeah, that's why like I'm happy I've gone through all my injuries and things because it makes me mentally stronger like every time. Mm-hmm. I just put up a post today working out, and I just said the big guy for me now is like. It's not my identity. It's my personality and perseverance at heart. I feel like is more the big guy for me. It's yeah. it's changed. The meaning has changed for me over the years because I've learned not to get my identity caught up in how I look because I know it could be gone at any moment. Oh my God! Look at the football player that just yeah. got his arm ripped off for Miami. Really? I didn't in a car even... accident. Really? The truck flipped over and it took his arm. And Holy he, yeah, shit. like, and it's crazy to think like. You were a professional. You were about to start your new season yep. in two months, and you lost your arm like that. Yeah. So your whole world, your identity is gone now. So yeah. how do you deal with this? Life can change literally in a heartbeat. That's like with Sophie too. I just like every day I'm with her. I'm thankful because like this happened again, and like she goes into surgery, and it's always it's you always want to believe everything's gonna be okay, but it's like, well, if it's not though, that was my time with her. You got to be thankful for every day that we have, and I think that's important because even every trip, I like you never know what's going to happen. And we fly on a lot of planes, and planes go down. So that is to me the best part of not being on the road is not flying. That was so I don't I don't like it. Uh, it's so, and I don't care what anyone says as far and the safety and the technology on them. You're still if something goes wrong, you're it's really the I mean, there's a chance. You never you never say never. Yeah. And I, I never say never. <laughs> I, I have to believe that to fly. But it, it's, the odds aren't good. It's yeah. not. It's. Uh, so, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't miss that part of it at all. At Were all. you one of those guys that had a drink before a flight? No, no. I don't do. I actually sleep really well, too. I hate you. It, <laughs> well, the vibrations, I'll put on my meditation or what a book. What about vibrators? I'm the sorry, vibrators. <laughs> and, I just put a vibrator. <laughs> the Phoenix bringing her personality back to this show. Yes. The, um, no, but the, the, they, that's the thing with the vibrations on the, the plane will actually mellow out a lot of people. Oh, I don't have that. Oh, oh, oh. okay. Little He's guy. Out. Little guy's out. Little guy is off the show, so if you're watching now, oh, he hit the cord. Oh, that would have been so oh, bad. If he would have yanked down the camera, I would have been, ooh, Sad panda. The YouTube show over for right now. Put the <laughs> phone up. Love you guys. We'll be back. Did something happen to your social media, too? Oh, yeah. So there's a group that literally got pretty much anyone worth anyone kicked off of Instagram. So my account got deleted in December for absolutely nothing. Wait, they deleted your account? Yeah, deleted, deleted. So there's no getting it back from my understanding. You had how many followers? Uh, about 2 million. Yeah. Yeah. You had more than me on there. Yeah. And they literally were like, you gotta Rubbing. go. I mean, you know, not in person. <laughs> he has way more fans in person. I'm kidding. <laughs> but that's the thing is, it's like, it was so crazy because I just woke up the next day. I hadn't even posted anything and it was gone. And I'm like, how does this happen? And then apparently it happened to a shit ton of girls. And it, honestly, that was my fifth Instagram. So I was like, fuck you guys. I'm not bringing it back. You have to be able to get that back. Yeah. Have you reached out to, so they shut down my conversation with the big guy account that I have another girl running that in the nutrition one for me uh-huh. that I oversee. And I run my account, 
but they shut it down for saying I was impersonating myself and I own the account. Right. And so it took four weeks of, and this is dealing with Facebook uh, directly because Instagram doesn't get back to you. Yeah, no. On the in reporting things and reported it, I reported it from my other accounts, my account like ten times, not one. Instagram doesn't even have they don't. There's no. Yeah, there's no conversation. There's no email can. support. There's no phone, which right. I said, and I talked to two different managers with Facebook, and I just. And because I had some other things going on with some other supplement companies I needed because they were not, they had some restrictions on my nutrition account. And I said, you guys are the world's, with Facebook and Instagram, largest social media platforms. And I said, how do you have zero communication with the users that make these platforms? I said, you're encouraging communication. We all communicate with each other. I go, but we can't communicate with you. I go, what kind of message are you putting out and why would you even do that? Makes no sense. I agree. But all they care about is money. And that they're running the I quit running ads, everything with them wow. because I don't get I can't see the returns on it directly with them. But I just I have a whole other strategy I use now and I my profits are way better than they've ever been. But I they've taken that down of what you used to get for your money has gone down tremendously. Oh. But I talk to these managers and they go, we will, we will take this and we will put this information in. And they actually made some changes on the supplement stuff after my conversation. But I just said, I go, I go, you guys shut my account down for no reason. I, I am me. You know it's me. Yeah. And it's taken you four weeks to get this done. I said, and I go, I had to go through Facebook. I said, there needs to be a way to communicate. I said, for there's people out there that really use this and rely on this. Yeah, for money. Yeah, and I said, I go, you have to have a better path of communication. There needs to be an email support and there needs to be a phone support. Yeah. Why? They're, they're making billions of dollars. Exactly. Why wouldn't they have that in place to get things done? So there has to be a way to get your account well, back. And it's like the most provocative thing I would say is 50 times less than the Kardashian naked ass post that they were totally allowed to do with their 20 million, however many million fucking followers they have. I'm like, how is it you guys are able to do all these things that porn stars, if we put a bikini picture up, we're fucking booting off in two seconds. Like, you face a lot of that adversity on there with the because of who and what you are. Yeah. Or they they or assume I am. Or assume right? you are like where people, but there's women like are posting some whatever oh, they want. Oh, there's like fucking I'm half naked bouncing my yeah. tits and I'm like hold on I got deleted for nothing. And but you get like, a lot of hate though. I feel like it's like anybody because yeah. there's status with you guys or, or people know you. And whenever anybody knows you, that there's people that hate that, yeah. and so they. Just, was it? Do you think it's from your account getting reported? That no, it was. I just said that um, your account violated uh, guidelines, and you're done. And then wait. I, so you have, what guidelines? though did they exactly, explain? They didn't even give it the guidelines. The account was deleted for what, guidelines. And was there a post that you did that? None. So I actually had you never would post back. sexual stuff no, like as far yeah. yeah. I, I mean, mean you, you might post like a cam soda. Yeah, here thing, I am. I'm but you're not, doing. it's not the actual, like, yeah. yeah. And like, I stopped even doing that over a year ago. So there was no post of that for forever. So I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm all, how the fuck am I getting deleted? Like, I'm just hanging out with my friends. And then the next thing you know, I wake up in the morning and it's gone. And I'm like, all right, well, fuck you guys too. That's cool. Thanks. Bye. And then I'm I telling you, it. you can get that back. You need to, so what you need to do okay. is, and you talk to Joe and maybe he can help you or, is you need to go through Facebook support mm -hmm. and you need, I promise you, you'll get it back. I hope Don't so. lose your followers. They told me I was deleted. No, there's, there's no way. They would legally not do that without speaking to you somehow, I feel like. They, just, they shouldn't be able to. 
And this is my fifth one. So I just restarted the other one that yeah. I told you. And I mean, I didn't even promote it. So it's just gradually just getting people just, you know, from natural people just doing it. But it's like, I don't even want to put time and effort into it anymore. I'm like, Because oh, it can be taken yeah. away. That's why I'm saying you should get it back. The other one. I would love it. That, I, have, oh, I have a big profile on there that has 1.7 million followers and, and it's, it's fake. And I'm like, how the fuck do I get that guy deleting, at least going back to me? Well, what you need to do is report that one. I did. You have report I've See, reported. I've reported like 50 times. Oh. And then my fans have reported it for me. And like, Which is so nuts. That that's allowed to stay on social media, but they won't. Yeah, official Phoenix Maria, I think is what it is. If you look, even, you'll see. It's got like 1.7 million followers. And it's not me. There's some problems with them that they're going to have to sort out. And they, they're aware of it. I've been talking to the managers. Yeah. They're... They're fully aware of it, but that, that I'm sorry, because that's... It sucks. And then I got, like, an imposter who's totally... And that part of me was like, maybe they gave that one the okay and then deleted mine. Yeah. Because they didn't think that was me, but they just said guidelines and then deleted me. So I'm like, okay, I really have no idea what you guys did. I would definitely, I would reach out to Facebook support, because what you... Because you have a Facebook account. Yeah, right? of course. So you reach out to their thing and on the Messenger app is the best way, mm -hmm. and explain what's going on, and then... What they will do is then they will go to, you tell them you want to speak to a, a supervisor and they'll set up a phone call with that and they'll go to email and they'll set up the phone call and then you can tell them exactly what's going on and they will then, they have direct contact with Instagram because they own it. Yeah. But it takes, it takes a bit. I don't care. Like fucking, I've been I would, waiting uh, how many months? <laughs> I promise you, do it. They okay. will, they don't delete your account permanently. They just put it where they, they take, hide it. Yeah. And because I think you can get it back. I would love that. Like, I have so many friends from that. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then I'm not like, and I mean, just friends in general. Like, I saw Dolphin. I saw yours. I was like, okay, oh, yeah, follow, obviously, right? Yeah. And then it's like, you didn't know. Dolphin has no idea. Yeah, it's like, Chris Rock's one of my friends. He doesn't know my new one. So whenever you get people saying, is this you, right? Because all my friends will be like, hey, there's this fake one. I think it's fake. Is it you? And I'm like, yeah. oh, no, it is me. And they're like, oh, I didn't realize it was you. Because I'm just like, oh, fuck it, I don't even care anymore. It's just hard, though, starting over like that. And luckily, though, you have a right what job where you, you have income. But if you were relying, a lot of girls rely yeah. on their following. Alexis Fox. Yeah. Fucking, I, I heard you had her on. Like, she'll tell you, she makes bank from that. Mm -hmm. I mean, Abella yeah. Danger makes bank from that. A Lula lot of women. Star, like, and I'm just like, that's so awesome for you guys. Like, I just, I never used it for that, really. Yeah. You know? For us, promoting this, obviously. But other than that, yeah, like, other than that I'm it not wasn't. a big promoter. Like, yeah. It's hard with social media doing that. I've cut back on that altogether. I changed my whole outlook on social media from that book. Yeah. And I was like the negative. I was like and got rid of some negative people in my life and just decided to like the bad always is going to be there. And I was like, I have all these millions of people that love me. That's all I'm going to focus on in helping them and talking with them yeah. and interacting with them. And everything changed. And letting go and dealing with anger where negative posts used to make me really angry. And the doctor that was on, Dr. Sue Mortar, which I highly recommend everyone go back and listen to in the archives, told me, uh, and Ken Shamrock too, the, the baddest man on the planet. I love Ken I, Shamrock. He's awesome. He's yeah. the nicest guy. And he, I asked him, and he says, he goes, Ryan, what I do is I respond with love and kindness. And he goes, at least that, and he goes, if they continue it, and then he goes, then, you know, I'm block, block, block yeah. yeah. He goes, but at least I know I, I, I tried. And it just, that kind of got through to me on another level. I was like, the baddest man on the planet can respond with love and kindness, which I've tried before. Right. Different, because I've tried many different strategies. <laughs> so they don't like you. Yeah. And no, it changed. I found though for me, because if I just mute or block somebody, now there's sometimes if it's, 
if it's something really hateful and bothers me, right. is the one where I got to I respond now back with kindness, and then I'll mute or block them. Yeah. But I at least respond back with kindness because it makes me feel good. Whereas before, if I don't, then I absorb that hate kind of, yeah, and yeah. I don't feel good about it, and it kind of builds up. Even if you if you forget about it, but it doesn't really. No, because the next time you open it up, you're like, I wonder if I fucking yeah. asked commented again. And just hearing that though, I found that's my way of dealing with hate and negativity, where it may, where I can deal with it. For me, it works for me that way. But it's also in Ken, it, it works kind of in two ways because then you expose that person to your followers. Oh, uh, I get them. And, yes. But you do the right thing <laughs> right. and you respond with love and kindness. You're like, I'm sorry you didn't like that supplement. I hope you have a great day. Yeah. And then whatever, and then millions of people now will see the shit comment and usually. Nine times out of ten. The, the, they're going to take care of business. <laughs> And let Why that are you birth- even commenting, you yeah. fucking idiot? <laughs> and they get a taste of their own medicine. Right. So one, they get they get dealt with with love and kindness. So they, they really can't, what are they going to come back with for that? And they're muted and blocked anyways after that right. by it. So And then they deal with all the hate and negativity from other people, which I don't condone. But, but I'm if, just saying you get what you get. You get what you yeah, exactly. So it's like you get, they get double whammy. They're learning a double lesson. So. I love it. That's my advice. And then Ken, I was like, it's just just respond with love and kindness and it accomplishes. I don't feel bad at all. Yeah. Literally, it could be the worst comment ever and I feel good about it. And I'm like, where if I just would block it, I'm just like, man, I don't like that comment. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, I why do they de- have to put that energy in my life? Yeah, I have to deal with it. And that's so I found for me that works the best. Okay. And that, whatnot. what's going on with the dating life with you? Oh, dating life. Not really, not happening. Um, I was hanging out with one guy. Uh, well, uh, I went to Mexico. Did Joe ever tell you about the Mexico Oh, no, did you get married? No, 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 oh. no, 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 no. Nothing uh, ever ends well going to Mexico. No, no uh, we had a performer pass away uh, while we were in Mexico. Oh, no. He got intoxicated, and he fell five flights of stairs down, and just literally a staircase. He was in Mexico? In Mexico. He thought, he was just running around. So I went across the street because I was like, they were going to smoke weed, and I don't do that. Yeah. Not, I don't really care, but I was like, first of all, that's a federal offense, and I don't want to go to jail. So you guys smoke your weed. I'll come back after I eat, and I'll meet you downstairs. So from my understanding is they all smoked out. He was intoxicated. They told him to go back to his room. He pretended like he was going back to the room, and they started going down the stairwell. Well, I uh, had a ski accident, and I, someone came behind me and actually did, tore my LCL and my MCL. Oh, no. So I was always on the elevator. Because I wasn't there is the only reason why I could think they actually went down the staircase. And he was being his awesome, loving self, dork. He started to go down the actual guideline, down the, you know, like stair yeah. railing. And like sliding was, down yeah, it? Yeah. Like in, oh. in Mexico, it's so short. And he literally just fell back. And then he cracked his skull against one of the, like, Were the they, like, the, the, the concrete steps? Yeah. To, oh, so, those are the worst. Yeah. He died, obviously, rest yeah. in peace. Love you death, Bill Bailey. Uh, but... His girl was there too, so I can't even like. That is they're, they were engaged, yeah. So when I was there, my ex, who I hadn't spoken to in five years, uh, showed up there, and he kind of pushed his way back around. So we, he would luckily was there because I was bawling my eyes out. Like when I found out, course, like I was yeah. fucking dead. So he was like, and he's. Like, you big guy, right? He's 6'5", and wide. Oh, my so God. He's like, I got you. So he was hiding me from the reporters because they were looking for us to talk to us about what happened. Yeah. And I was just, like, fucking crying. I'm just like, you're there one minute, next minute you're not. But now he's around. And everyone's like, I can't believe you're back with him. We fucked back. I was like, I'm not back with him. Just clarifying, okay? We have not had sex since we've become friends again. We're just friends. 
When like, you left the porn industry, you became like a born again virgin. Fuck yeah, I am. I mean, I, I, I can't even tell the last time I did anal. I'm just gonna throw it out there. <laughs> I'm like, you're one of a kind, out. Phoenix. The, the the random Phoenix outbursts, the one liners have just randomly have been missed on this show. <laughs> Sorry. We could be talking politics, which we don't talk politics. No, we do not. And Phoenix will drop a line of. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, about that dick sucking though. What? Who said what? <laughs> But that's pretty much my only like. Relationship. Do you find it hard dating with because of the do you, do you have any regrets with that going into the porn industry now? Um, with and obviously because you're a very free individual, you're very yeah. like and you don't have like a a checkered past or anything no, necessarily. You're, not at all. You have like a loving family. You, yeah, you're very I see close with your family, yeah. and you're not like the normal story necessarily. Like, there's all different stories. Oh, yeah. No, but you're right. There is a typical story that's said, and unfortunately, sometimes it is true. Yeah. Right? Like I was. Where they get stereo. That's yeah. the stereotype. I'm addicted to drugs. I got into escorting. I was trafficked before, yeah. et cetera. Yeah. But you don't have that, no. and it's like, do you now that you've and you've done that? Do you do you regret it at all? Are you that and like? Because with dating with guys, do you think it, it's do you think it's harder for you dating now because of it? I think it's hard to see if they're real about dating Melissa. If they're dating Phoenix. Uh, I was gonna. It's actually in my notes. Yeah. If you would ever date a like a hardcore fan, no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, are you saying I do hardcore scenes there, right? Uh, no, but like that's for me with wrestling. I've always said that, and like as far Didn't as did you date one? You tried to date one, and it went really bad. Like she stalked her. One, you? It's yeah, it's happened, and I mean this in a very. When you, it's how I'm trying to figure out how you say this without like sounding like an asshole. Yeah, no. Hey, listen, but, like, if they're I think no, but in any industry, it's like you want them to to know you for you and like you for you. Yeah. And if they're looking at you as solely what they, as a fan. Yeah. They're idolizing you as yeah. buyback. There's yeah. no separate. There's a anything. level of craziness to that. And I feel like that's why I was asking. It's not just women, it's with men. Oh, yeah, no, it's the both same way, yeah. Like, so would you ever date a fan, a guy that was a hardcore fan of you? Uh, Probably not. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I could. And it's nothing against you guys. Like, I love you to death. And no fans really, are great. You're really hot. But uh, it's just, I think you expect something from me that I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going to just blow you. Well, I mean, if I'm dating somebody, yeah, I'll blow you wherever you want. But I'm not going to just <laughs> blow you because you're within my vicinity. Like, Or I'm not like, oh, my God, listen, there's a train. Let's go fuck on the train. Like, Again, sometimes I would, but not all the time. So That's my follow-up question. So where is the craziest place that you've ever done it? Ooh. Standing jet ski at Havasu. How's that even standing jet ski? Uh-huh. You know, remember the old school ones where you lift it up on it and you you start low and then you go up. So we were. I've never. I, I live a very bland, boring life. Oh Phoenix. my goodness. After my ankle injury, there's no jet skiing for me until the stem cells are fixing yeah, my ankle. Yeah, exactly. Over there. See stem cells. Yes. Boom. Got it. Um, for me, it, it was we were laying down the water together, and then all of a sudden you like pulled my fucking underwear as a side with my bathing suit and fucked and then were there other people out there of course yeah. it's havasu oh right? yeah. yeah like duh a million people out there again boring like, ryback yeah, yeah not even wait what's havasu <laughs> we'll take him out there we'll drown him i mean who said that no <laughs> you'd be like i can't swim yeah. no i do my laps in my pool all the time okay. that's okay. why i built a pool to do laps right. i don't even do a pool to like enjoy I, when was the last time you had a pool party at your house Never. Oh, no, we uh, we had people over, actually. When? But it was cloudy, so we didn't go in the pool. Oh, my God. But they came over. We, <laughs> we The intention was a big pool party <laughs> here with, like, four or five of us. And it ended up getting cloudy. And then we ended up just staying in. I got really 
really drunk. Oh, really? About I don't drink. I don't. I don't drink hardly. Hardly. Hardly at all. Really? When before that's the other thing. When I used to do the show early on, that was like my drinking night. Yeah. And like I would do a drink or two on some nights. I don't drink hardly ever. Wow. Like ever. And I did one of those big bottles of honey Jack Daniels oh. over half of it. Oh shit! Yeah, and that was. And I knew. And did you get laid? I mean, not like you have sex, but we you don't know. talk about I that know. on the show with Ryback. But uh, yeah, <laughs> Ryback is a, an asexual, asexual character yeah, yeah. that was sent back from the future to destroy. Right, the, exactly. <laughs> the all breeding. There is no breeding. He, he was sent back from the future to, with a hunger and a, just. By the way, a, is breeding a hot word or not? I like that. Breeding, breeding. breeding's a good yeah, word. I like breeding. It's it's very sexual. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, how to say it. Maybe that we're gonna help. We're gonna clean up your language more, okay. Phoenix. Too well, breeding isn't a bad. That's actually a good term. No breeding. No, that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. There's word. It's a class you. We're yeah. gonna class you up, more, okay. Phoenix. <laughs> good luck. Breed. We're gonna need a lot more episodes yeah. from my back. <laughs> Phoenix was on this show, so that for people to understand too with this, the evolution of this show started with me and the other guy, which we don't give him any credit no. with anything, uh, and just out of respect for the whole situation. And you came in and saved the day. Because I was under contract during that time. Uh-huh. And when after finding out some things that he was doing behind my back mm-hmm. and just broke ways and left it at that peacefully, you have come on, you saved the day, and that the show took on a different element for a while. For sure. It was, it, um, but I, the show was always pro wrestling. Yes. And I lost the pro wrestling for a bit with that. And, with that, and then you left me for hockey, the Golden Knights. Essentially, for everybody, and I say this kindly. Yeah, it was that it was he no knows, falling out knows, or nothing yes. bad. And I definitely make that apparent but you, to everyone. We're working like, every yeah. night, and it's hard. You driving. I live far away. Yeah. I'm very understanding of everything. Yes. Thank God. And the Joe had came on, and luckily I got along with Joe really well, mm-hmm. so I was able to do the show. And then had had JD on, and that kind of just ran its course. And I wanted to start interviewing people, so I started interviewing people because I feel like it's you got to get people. I want to learn. And there's only so much you could bullshit. And I'd have a boring life. Huh. And where I'm not traveling right now, essentially. Well, you're with your babies. And yeah. you're working out. And you got family. And, my, and the other guys live, like, it's not, we, there's, it just kind of ran its course, I feel like, and whatnot. So I started interviewing people. Then I was like, Phoenix, you need to come back on and do an interview with you. Kind of catch everybody up hmm. for the rise of the Phoenix on what's going on. But So no, boy, no, boyfriend, no boyfriend at all Mm-mm. and whatnot. So what do you think? You talked about Mexico. What are your thoughts now with Vegas? Because it's getting so crowded here. Oh, my God. Yeah. And the Raiders, boo, coming. I'm like, fuck. I mean, the, it's great for you. That's, I mean, That stadium still, looks badass. It does. I'm not going to lie. So how do you feel about it being a homeowner and Airbnb? Are you still doing that? No, I, you don't know what happened with I that? I don't. That's one thing I was wondering, too. I rent it out. I have a, a stretch therapist girl that I've known for years oh. is rents it out because she's a good tenant. Yeah. She ended up saving me because I tried... So I remember there was like a whole I, bunch of things that go on with. I that. furnished the whole place. I did everything all by myself. Right. Got this place all ready. That put is my, right where I left. Is whenever yeah. you got that ready. And but I put my heart and soul into this Phoenix and like positivity posters and like things that when people stayed there they would have a just a nice clean two bedroom townhouse. Had it booked up for months in advance and was told by the Airbnb that North Las Vegas there were no restrictions. Las Vegas, there are restrictions where you got to get a business license right. and pay because of the hotels. Right. Well, North Vegas is North Las Vegas, and they didn't have those rules. Which well, is why you look there. Which is why I got yeah. it, and it was close, and had everything in place, and got a cleaning crew, and got everything all set up to where it just, just 
start making money, start making money, rent it out. And uh, on the Airbnb, and after the first week, uh, had a notice notice from the city plastered on the door, and uh, where they were going to start finding me that it was not Airbnb was not allowed. Um, somebody in that complex probably either from listening to the show or knew probably. me reported me to the city, and the people that are renting it out on Airbnb in North Las Vegas mm-hmm. and getting away with it don't have the real information on there, so there's no way. They, they can't trace, back, they yeah. haven't been able to trace them. I was the first one they busted because they knew me yeah. and had my information. So, and then the HOA, the vice president of the HOA showed up to my doorstep there when I came there one day. He was waiting for me, came driving around the complex, loaded drunk with his dogs in the truck. What the fuck? A huge wrestling fan, though. And, and I remember that. Yeah, and, and told me that... Um, that the HOA was going to start finding me. So I was going to get hit with double fines. Yeah, I would have made no money on the play. Yeah, and I would have lost my townhouse because I would have got kicked out from the HOA right. eventually. <clears throat> so I just made a decision. I'm just going to rent it out. And I had to rent it out all furnished. And I put, I don't know if I put, it was between like eight and 10,000 into it. Oh yeah, it was to beautiful. Furnish it. The photos like, you sent me. And it, but it, and it was, I just wish, it, it is what it is. And it would be a write-off that I wish, I just would have rented it out empty yeah. to rent it out and, and you guys move in whatever furniture yeah you and so because it's all my stuff in there now but it's it's whatever the girl that's running it out is great and she takes great care of it do you just do surprise visits is she hot the, <laughs> no she's actually she works on me sometimes oh, yeah see, there she you runs go. a legitimate like yeah, she business. i knew her <laughs> phoenix murray ladies and gentlemen <laughs> Again, I have to be professional. I when know. I have, That's uh, what I said instead. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, my I can't, I can't be the landlord of the place and then do that also. That's true. Because that's... You bring her here to do that, not there. It's fair. He's all, that's a great idea. It's never thought of that. <laughs> no. <laughs> <Ding>. <laughs> no, but that would create complications and problems yeah, so as well. I agree. And, and Which is why we haven't had sex, because it creates complications and everything Exactly. Else. Exactly. People... But, you're not part of the show anymore. Oh. <laughs> I'm joking. I joke, ladies and gentlemen. We are good friends. And, yes. Which, by the way, I noticed, and even Kendra, because I'm going to get Kendra on here. Uh-huh. And I know Kendra had went out with her when she was in town with Chuck and with Dolph before. She's here right now. Yeah, she's here now. Yeah. But I sent a message on her thing. I go, Phoenix, coming on the show, uh, what are you doing later? Just by chance to see. I was like, oh, we'll have both of you in. And yeah. that would have been... Just for the YouTube channel to blow up the YouTube numbers, because <laughs> right? everyone's no one's listening to me on that. And uh, the somebody though on there, I had to block them. They just like look at this guy with a little bit of clout trying to get attention from porn stars. I'm just like, oh my buddy, God. like you don't know what you're talking yeah, about. I just know. that's why I just like just these people. Again, you're like they're my friends, smiley face, and then block. The yeah, it, it's. I don't even let it bother me. I think me. she's getting her makeup done anyway, though. Probably she, be the only way she couldn't. Yeah, back. she's probably busy. No, for that, I would just schedule. Yeah. I try to get interviews and stay ahead of all this now yeah, so that yeah. you're not doing it the week of because then it's just stressful. And I'm right. just learning. You start getting them in the can and, and whatnot, so that way you can have a little bit of breathing room if somebody like can't make it or has to cancel. Right. You're not like, well, what do I do for a show? So, and it's, uh, interviews are so much more fun too. Now. I agree. And the different shows and like you can have different conversations. Like if I brought on, you know, I want to get C.T. Fletcher, which he was supposed to be on, by the uh. way. And we're trying to get it rescheduled because he was supposed to be on and it was the day Sophie broke her back the last time. Uh. So that morning, I'm getting ready to do the show with him. We were going to be on in a couple hours. 
she breaks her back. And I had to had to message him and Noah's like, I'm sorry. You're also like uh, my dog. And yeah, he which said, he was no cool problem. as shit, yeah. yeah, and very understanding. But it's like he's a very he's a busy man and he's had his heart and his health issues and whatnot. It's like it's just like it's tough. Getting someone yeah. like that on the show is not easy. Right. And I was just like, Man, but hopefully we'll get it we'll get it figured out and whatnot. I do want to ask you this with girls because I wanted to have this conversation with you because I talked to other people that were in the adult industry before, and that's why I asked you if you regretted anything doing as far as dating. What would be your advice for girls that want to get into the porn industry or think they want to get into it and with everything with attention and social media? What advice would you give them? Is in, Because you've lived it and done it. Right. What would you tell them? Or what would you want to put in their head if they, they're saying, I 100% want to do this, I, I, I know I'm meant for this? I'd say don't do it. Why would that be? So, I'll say this. The ramifications of your actions are pretty intense. Um, One of my fellow girls became a lawyer. Um, She had to change her name three times now because people keep tracking her down as a previous name. Uh, A really pretty decent, well-known girl. Um, She used to, she was... I won't say her name, but she used to be like somebody who dated a certain very popular person. She wants to go to law school. She goes, I'll have to change my name even to get a business. No one's going to hire me as my real name because it's a direct correlation to my porn name. Because this big WikiLeaks happened, so everyone's real name. So the minute you get into porn, by the way, your real name is now linked to your porn name. Yeah. If you Google my real name, my porn name comes up. Online has really changed yeah. everything. I told you, too, with people with me, they think I've been married to Melissa. Yeah, that's you, right. my yeah, stalker. I was like, yes. By the way, everybody, if it says I'm married to Melissa Reeves, it's M- Melissa <laughs> Phoenix Marie here. It was the one that probably put that out there. You're my stalker. It's... <laughs> How crazy would that be? You were the one I find oh out years God. later. Oh my God, I'd be like, I found him, I've got him. <laughs> and you just stayed in my life very close and right? I never like, knew all along. Doing today? Yeah. Hi, sweetie. <laughs> You're like, I find you. <laughs> you. <laughs> you have to laugh. You actually do that for me. <laughs> oh my God, that is, you have the psycho laugh. Oh, I definitely have a psycho laugh. I have psycho everything, but I'm not that way, guys. No. So sorry to continue yeah, yeah. on. So, so it's just, um, it's not really a glamorous thing as you may think you might think oh my god i'm gonna get all this popularity all these people are gonna want to know me i'm gonna have all this like fan adoration and it's like no actually what you're gonna get is you're gonna get blacklisted a lot of the celebrities you think want to fuck you and be with you aren't gonna fucking be with you because they can't have that image associated with them it's remember it was a big thing for us to even do this together because you were like now that I'm not with WWE, I can. But before, you'd been, like, smacked on the hand. Like, yeah, yeah. That. And even then with people, with wrestling, having you on, that was, that's why one of the reasons with the show for me, I want to show people that and I, I can converse with anyone and be very, there's many different layers. And because what happens with wrestlers that work under the WWE umbrella, because it's PG, mm-hmm. is it, you get this stigma where the, the fans, are like it's like a pussified society where they, like, and you say anything, they think you're like so outrageous and like right. you're gonna get reprimanded or like, like no, we're allowed to talk about whatever we want to talk about. But there but is a difference. Yeah, but for totally pe- there were a lot of people that quit listening when you came on that were fans it. of me, but they had their kids listening. <laughs> you're like, and, this is an adult show. I remember we had to give that warning. A yeah, times. and I had to change the rating on there. But I even said, even when I started the show, though, the show wasn't that show was not a podcast for kids. Right. But there were people that have just only the wrestling image in their head. They're like, what am I going to talk about doing that? Like, that's not, that wasn't, no, nobody does that. Right. 
No wrestler goes and does a PG show on. And now, is it possible? Yes, I could have just done a very short show by myself on positivity, which I do a lot of that on it. But it's not me being me fully, which was my one of my goals in doing this right. was just showing my real personality. Because that's I, if you're going to be loved or hated, I want to be loved for being me. Right. And there's and remember, you had to be the bad guy for so long. People thought you were yeah, the bad guy. With the bullying, there's people yeah. that tell me to this day, they're like, "Oh, you're a really great guy. You're not anything." No, I was playing a part yeah, and my whatnot. Role was but to be mean. It's tough though. Going back to this, with the identity that people get caught up in with you, and then and you want to date somebody or this celebrity or whoever, but there's this stigma in this. I won't take pictures with them. Like I yeah. tried to date a couple guys, and we hung out, and it was just like, oh. I wouldn't even ask. Like, we should do a photo together here. I wouldn't even do it because I'm like, I would hate, God forbid, my phone gets hacked, their phone gets hacked. Yeah. Like, now it puts their persona in jeopardy. And they're hockey players, they're MMA guys, et cetera. MMA probably get away a little bit with it. Yeah. But even today, like, they're trying to clean that up because remember back in the day, it was rock stars, porn stars, and wrestling. Yeah, yeah. It was a big well, thing. that's it. I, I could tell you, I'm, it would probably be a huge ordeal. Like, if I was with WWE... And you were like involved in the industry and doing that. We were dating, yeah. And I'm bringing you to like things. There would probably definitely be like issues of not wanting you on cam. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Make sure that you don't pan to her. Put her in the yeah. Because it's so it's like that's something that the girls have to deal with in that industry. Even the guys too. I would imagine everybody that's involved in it. But like Kendra's going to the WCW tonight, right? Or W, yeah, WF. Wait, what? UFC. UFC, thank you. Jesus, Phoenix. Well, WCW, what are you? I was like, wait a minute. Phoenix, Phoenix, you're living in 1995 I right am now. right now. That's about <laughs> when you stopped watching See, after the Attitude you know. Era. <laughs> you're right, that's true. We've had that she tricked me. I'm the biggest wrestling fan ever, but she stopped watching when Shawn Michaels retired. Yeah, I was like, I'm over it, okay. He wore that blue outfit. Which, by the way, like, Shawn is Phoenix's uh, favorite wrestler. Yes. He is. He's your other. You're married to him too online, I believe. I bet. Well, <laughs> I'm Melissa Michaels there, guys. Just let me know. Wait, isn't Sable's real name Melissa? Wasn't there something like, because he married Sable, no, right? No, 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 no. She's married to Brock Lesnar. Oh, Brock Lesnar. You're so okay. out of touch with the wrestling. I know, wrestling I can't remember. Who, would, who did Sean marry, though? It was uh, no, one of the dancers from um, the WCW Nitro group. Okay, I, I was yeah. like, I know there was like was a wrestling somebody, yeah, 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 because I was like, that fucking bitch. No. Which... <laughs> <laughs> Stone Cold's my second, you know. First of all, Ryback's my first. I'm going to get... Oh, thank you, Phoenix. That's, <laughs> you can't do that. I'm in good I company. Yeah, Ryback number one, Sean number two, Stone Cold number three. Yeah, are you just saying that now? No, it's, I swear to God. I swear to God. Uh, you're my friend. Like, I only, like, jerked off to them when I was 12. So we was did awkward. meet, too, by the way, for people. And we're going to get back to this. We go all over when we get Phoenix on the show. Yes. <laughs> the In Australia, of all places, mm-hmm. uh, the wrestlers, we were on a tour. And you were there for... Uh, uh, Exotica. Exotica. Think, yeah. And I remember the uh, bouncers, this guy, Wayne, who I who actually still know to this day, they said that they took all the wrestlers to this club that it was going to be a really good club to go to. I remember we got there first yes. and nobody was there. And we're like, this sucks. <laughs> like, so, right, there's no porn stars either. There, like, there's there's nothing going on here. This is like, what are we doing? We just did this show and we're all, we, so we all just got drunk. Right. And then all of a sudden, hot women start showing up and like, we're like, what's going on? And they're like, they're, the porn girls are coming from the Exotica. And we're like, Oh, this is amazing. Like I'm in. Yeah, and then the place started getting really busy uh-huh. with people and whatnot. And then one of the wrestlers, Zach Ryder, I we me, him and Miz were right by the bar, which was like on the way to the, the bathrooms were on the way, you had to pass by where we were at. And he like turns white in the face and uh 
you and another girl were walking to to use I think to use the yeah, restrooms, the restroom, yeah. and like I saw Zach's face like just turn beet white and like he froze as you guys walked by, and I go, "What's the deal with that?" And he was, "You don't know who that is, bro." And I go, "My team went out there." The I go, "No," uh, he goes, "It's Phoenix Marie," and I had never even and I yeah, don't get me wrong, and I, I just didn't had no idea, but I did recognize you after I went. I look, I go, yeah. oh, "Okay, uh, makes sense." I've seen this person before. Big butt. Anyway, go the, ahead. Uh, I, I've seen, I've, I've heard of her. Yeah. Uh, Heard of her. The uh, heard of this Phoenix girl, this young up and comer. The uh, no, but then when you guys came back, I think did I stop you or Miz? You stopped me. I stopped and you. Guys. Miz, I think stopped Tegan, and you stopped in front of me, and yeah. I was like, "Hi." Because you were the big, the big one, and yeah. I was like, "I better, I got to step go up in case one. she gets out of hand here." <laughs> big guys, the the, and then me and Miz talked to you guys, and Zach like sat there and didn't say a word. Not a word. Not a word. But then we got. And I think I messaged you probably. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was yeah, probably me. Yeah, because then I social I media. Saying, oh, them all. They were really nice. And so I, I was slid like, into I your followed DMs. You, you followed me, and then I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, it and was, I, and then stayed in contact with you ever since. Yeah. So, and then how many years has it been? A long time. I would say like eight. Yeah, I probably mean, yeah. seven. Maybe, no. Seven, yeah, eight, no. Yeah, seven, eight, that was probably yeah. my first year or two in WWE. Oh. It's probably been between six and seven. Okay, maybe seven. seven. I think seven. Yeah, I think solid seven. It's been a long time yeah. though. Time flies. And then you were in California, uh-huh. and then you moved to Vegas, and then we were here. Then finally, like we went to had lunch. I think. Yeah, one we time. did. Yeah, yeah. at Payway. Yeah. yeah. And you paid. You wouldn't let me yeah, pay. I don't let boys pay for the first. Phoenix paid for my lunch. Uh huh. And I was like, okay, this is cool. Speaking of money, leading. Oh God. What is I was that's for that in the in the adult industry. What kind of money can girls really make? And not counting maybe social media stuff. Okay, so just for actual work. Now, if you are, do you want to go like my tier? You want to go a lower tier? Because like girls getting in tier. No, I'm saying give me all. Let's give okay. me all the I price mean, ranges. If you go in and you're brand new, you're getting anywhere between eight hundred to a thousand dollars a scene. Okay. Okay. And that's just this for regular women. boy girl. Yeah. For okay. Women. Okay. Um, then from there, like depending on what you do, adds money to that. Like there are some girls who do anal scenes for twelve hundred dollars. Okay. Oh my god, I would never. <sighs> I'm like, don't do that, right, girls? You're worth more. So that, a big thing for me was I will never do anything unless it was worth it to me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if I feel I'm worth more money than that, and yeah, I was one of the top paid girls, like, I was between 2000 to 2500 okay. every time I came to set. What do you think these people are making on the videos, by the way? Oh, a lot. I mean, if it's... If sorry, they're good, if, well, they, if, if it's like a Brazzers. Yeah, or, if you're a Brazzers, you're licensing it to Pornhub, which they own as well. You're doing it with Reality Kings, so you're doing so many cross-membership brandings that you're pulling in people. And you know, you always start with it's a dollar for this one scene. Yeah. Now it's only nineteen ninety nine for the month, and then oh well, you want to add Reality Kings? It's another twenty dollars, and these guys get worked into it. I don't it, know what you're talking about. I know. I'm not saying you. I said other guys. I know. You know. It was a joke. He has a penis. <laughs> he does music, guys. Okay. A sexual character sent <laughs> yeah. from the future to destroy. Exactly. Feed me more. <laughs> so for me, it was like one of those. Okay, you guys are gonna make. It, like the one of me flipping Jordy, right? That little kid, like I twisted. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, that scene probably made revenue at least a million, guaranteed. That, really? It, it was the best clickbait they ever got. But you guys, it's like the wrestlers of the wrestling. You guys don't even have access to knowing what you're worth, essentially, do you? Um, like you if do, you said to a, like, you do by how much you're being booked. So okay. If you and then there are views, so like my view count is. 
so fucking ridiculous. I, I wish I remembered exactly what it is, but like there's X videos. So Pornhub and X videos and X hamster are like the top three. There's okay. also RedTube and a couple other ones. But yeah. if you went to X videos, I'm way more popular in X videos than I am in Pornhub. Really? And one of that is it's based in Europe. So uh, you you know where your market is based by who's watching you and where your okay. views are. Like it's like three hundred fifty million, I think, on Pornhub. Yeah. So and that's on average for the things. You I'm can see that doing. actually that you yeah. so you have access to that to kind of know yeah. that you're popular. Yeah, and, and then you're like, okay, well, and then you'll go and look at people who maybe you're like, I I think they're more popular than me. You can go and look at their views and see where you are with yeah. them, and it's like, well, that's why I'm getting booked more is because my views are higher. I'm a better clickbait. Exactly. Okay, are girls making like? Cause are girls? This is like the fighters in wrestling. Are you make? Are the girls making more now than girls used to make too? Because of all this. So, depends on the company. If it's a browser, you're gonna make decent. If you're doing like a, a girlfriend films, for instance, you're probably not. Even though they just got bought out by a different company, so that rate may have changed in the yeah. last two years. But on average, if you work for a bigger company, you're making decent money like you should. Working for a lower company, you're cutting your rate almost by $500 just yeah. to get more scenes, right? I will say $800 is better than $0, right? Yeah. For most girls. For me, I just didn't find it worth it showing up for less than $1,000. Yeah. Like I just- Everyone I has a number. Yeah. Like after an I was like, oh yeah. man. And even then I'd be like, I'm good. I don't want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. And there's always a girl willing to do it. So it's like, go ahead, do that. But I will say with only fans now available, you make so much fucking money. Like, I have a Maserati now. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not hurting at all, even though I haven't been in porn. I haven't shot anything. You have more options now with social media, everything, and the yeah. internet, just in working where you can essentially be your your own boss. Yeah. With that. It's my own content. I take a picture of myself every yeah. day. I'm like, here you go. Have fun. Which that industry that helped you with that, where you were able to then take it and kind of, now you can do your own thing and you yeah. have that exposure. Right. It's your own site. Yeah. It's your own everything. Like... I do feel bad, though, because there's some girls that don't make what I make in a month. And I'm yeah. like, how do you not? That's the sad part is these girls think that they're special. And I'm not saying I think all women are beautiful, everything else. Yeah, yeah. But they think that they have that it thing. And when they don't, they have to go to escorting. They have to go into stripping. Yeah, they have to do all this more. stuff. Because they're not making what they thought. And now they fuck their reputation for life. Because yeah. their name's attached That's to one it. of the things why telling girls not to do it. Because there's yeah. repercussions with this. I, I, I totally. Like. I'm like, no, don't do it. Like, yeah. don't. You're one of the lucky ones, I feel like, because you, you have a decent head on you, though. Where yeah. And the offer they're making me right now to come back is retarded. Yeah. Like, it's higher than anyone's been paid in a long time. And I'm just like, I can't. Yeah. You, I can't. You've worked really hard, though, and you have other things now going for yeah. you. And you have options where now if you didn't and you needed the money. Yeah. Well, they that, even said, like, oh, we'll work around your work schedule because I work Monday through Thursday, right? Yeah. Seven to seven, roughly. Which, though, that will end up directly influencing, I guarantee you. Oh, yeah. No matter I what. So too. It, I promise you it would. Know. It would. Like it's, I agree, and that's where it's like I worked really hard to get my EMT. I yeah, that's really what you put all this stuff. a lot of work into yeah. that. And to... it's kind of like nice to be like, hey, I don't have to do. I miss sex. Don't get me wrong. Oh my god, I miss fucking all the time. Yeah. Like it was great, but I just don't need it in my life right now. Yeah, like I appreciate when on my OnlyFans, my Snapchat, and all that fun stuff. But it's like. I don't want to go do scenes, and I get asked a million times a day, "Come back, come back. We wish you were back." Like, yeah. I'd rate you number one in this thing, but you don't want. How does that make anymore. you feel? Because I get that, and like, I want well, to go back to wrestling. It sometimes to me it can be really agitating and annoying, but I'm also very grateful that they care yeah, and want it because I think that's yeah. that that shows me that I've left a good mark. Yes. That when you have people from all over the world that do say, "Come back to wrestling, come back to wrestling," I get upset not for that, but that. 
they sometimes don't hear my message or what I'm trying. Yeah, it can have nothing to do. How many times on here? Yeah. Like, and also that if they do love me, please just look into it a little bit to see what's going on. There's a reason why I'm not involved right now, yeah. guys. And that to me is a little more why. And I've said it time and time and yes, time again. Have. So it's very, but I get it and I understand. And I, I, I think I just, I look at it where it's like, well, I would rather have them asking that than not asking it because right. for me anyways, for wrestling. Oh, but, no, it's admiration. Like, yeah. It's great. But I think, did you take it the same way that you at least know that you made... Uh, yeah, an impact like on I, young yeah. men's lives. Oh my God. If I get one more guy telling me I've been jerking off to me since they were 12, I'm going to punch him in the face. Do you feel old when you do that? Because I yes. get that with the, I, I'm dealing with that now with kids that were like, you know, ten, eight or nine uh, yeah. or 10. And, and now they're, you know, 16 or 17. Yeah. Man, I used to watch you all the time when I was a kid. And I'm just like, you were my favorite. And I'm just, you're like, wait, done, wait, like I'm not done, guys. Like I'm still, <laughs> I'm still young. I'm yeah, still like you're still a kid too. Like let's yeah. just like fucking everyone just back up here a little bit. <laughs> you're like I'm only over thirty. Let's leave it at that. Yeah, yeah, jeez. <laughs> I'm not in my. There's 50s. guys that are in the fifties doing the sixties. Like I got, I got a lot of years yeah. ahead of me, guys. Let's chill but out. Because you're not as prevalent at the moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're like, well, yeah, you're gone. But if you were my favorite, then you're like, hold on, wait a minute. Well, first of all, there for both of us, there's enough footage out there for them to see us wrestling and yeah, yeah. forever, right? Like, <laughs> we're gonna be fine. I just go like, did you not see the new content I just posted from five years ago? It's up there now. So yeah, yeah, it? yeah. Yeah, it's like you guys know we love you. We want to come back. We're not saying we're not ever gonna do it. It's just don't, don't push. You know, like you're making us feel like we're we're doing something wrong by not being where they want us to be. Yeah. Do you think though with the with the women too? Or, Everyone involved. And I, I, do you think though they should be making more money with these promotions? Because I feel like anytime when the promoters are involved, and it, it's not just with the porn industry, because we've talked about the similarities with yeah, that in wrestling. Yeah. I talk about it with bodybuilding and those guys that do all these fucking insane amounts of drugs and they fuck up their health forever, and they're not making hardly. Most when of was those. Last time you had a bodybuilder on here. Uh, that's so I. I'm trying to think. I've, well, I had, I've had Mark Bell and Chris Bell, okay. who are very, really into the fitness world, yeah, really yeah. big. I've had, I had Thomas, um, not Thomas, um, hold on, huge brain fart. I've had Dr. Thomas O'Connor okay. uh, and Matt DeLauer, sorry, uh, who's really big in the keto world and yeah. not a bodybuilder per se, but in the health and fitness. Um, and obviously, I'm going to try to get CT rescheduled for that. But I've reached out. We're going to try to get Ronnie Coleman and Jay Cutler. Uh, and I know Jay. I think Jay would come on. Yeah, I know Jay too. If you need help with yeah. that, But I deal with, and because with these guys, I want to talk about a lot of different things. And I deal with the thing of with steroids really badly where I don't want to be around it. Right. And I don't want to, and I'm, my mindset is so strongly against it. And I don't like the promotion of it. And I think it's very, I'm very honest. Yeah. And I, a lot of these guys aren't honest about it necessarily. So that's where my and big they, thing is, how do you get them to be honest? And that's where I, I want to have conversations with them because I'm very direct, but I feel like some of these guys, they, because what happens is, and we've talked about it with supplements, different people, you have supp a lot of all these guys have supplement businesses. Mm -hmm. They're promoting supplements that are have no played no part in their physique. 100%. Um, and that's the entire industry almost. Yeah. Whereas my supplements were created by me because they have helped build my physique. Right. It's an entirely different mindset. And you can see it in the labels. So I deal with this of, no, I want to have these conversations with these guys. And it's something I got to get over. I also don't want to be fake and promote bullshit. And right. where, so I have to figure out, like Ronnie, I want to have Ronnie on. And I want to have a very positive conversation. 
about identity and getting caught up in being big with our identity right. and keep it and with his injuries and my injuries and kind of keep it along those lines um, so that we're not talking about stuff that I... Find negative. Yeah. yeah. So that for me is something I'm learning is doing a podcast because I want these people on my show right. and I don't want to ever judge. Like it's like social media. I don't want to like and promote steroid pictures with people because I don't want to put out the wrong message and promote the wrong thing. And I don't want to give them encouragement because... Everyone, you're going to make your own mistakes. You're going to do things. I just don't want to be about that. But I also don't want to hate that. And, you don't want to put light to something yeah. that's a negative. And, and I don't want to ever be judgmental. And I'm trying to deal with that and learn with that myself. Right. So it's a balance. So I'm, that is where I found the happy medium of when I am going to get these people on the show, telling the story that I want to tell. Right. And I can control that. Yeah. So that is what I, that, and that's going to be a challenge for me and one of my goals doing this. But that. Speaking of goals, before we wrap up with you, Phoenix, what are what are what is one goal you have going? Do you have any any goals right now? Um, I think just to be. Do you set goals? I do set goals. Um, and normally it'll be a daily goal, weekly goal, yearly. I yeah. mean, the vision boards. Obviously, I do that. So, for me, it is helping others be better. Like, and I've always had that kind of goal. That's part of the reason why I wanted to go in the health and fitness stuff. Yeah, it's like. I'm helping change people's lives. You are a very caring person. Like, you've okay, always I, been that. Yeah. It, what's, it's like yeah. the games wave and everything else. Like, I watch men and women come in literally debilitated by the fact that they have erectile dysfunction. Yeah, or yeah. I can't have sex because I feel like I'm not pretty down there. I had a baby. Like, uh, you were going to have Tony Tate on, right? I helped her with the oh, urinary yeah, yeah. incontinence. Like, she had an issue after having her baby, and it's a very common issue where... They cough, they sneeze, they lift, they pee themselves a little bit. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. and I've literally fixed it for all these women. So yeah. they're like, I can go work out now. And not you went to work. training for all of yeah. this. Yeah, I'm actually a master trainer for that too. Yeah, yeah. and the Gaines Wave for the tell people what that was. I so Gaines Wave is shockwave ther- therapy that actually helps promote healing in the capillaries. Yeah, and then better blood flow, which also normally will increase the actual girth and length of the penis over time. Yeah, along with using a pump and then a couple other things that you can do. There's P shots, which are PRP directly injected into the penis. Like, yeah, it's like blood. It's not stem cells no, necessarily. No, which yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what's really cool is now you can do stem cells along with that. And I've had a gentleman who had a 45 degree bend from caused by peronies. Yeah, yeah. Which is a scar tissue band that actually adheres inside the penis. Yep. And I actually went from 45 degrees almost completely straight. He had a 10 degree curve after that. Wow. And imagine like he had to show me the picture of his penis hard and erect. And he literally had a 45-degree bend in his So they're taking stem cells now. Mm-hmm. And erecting it into the penis. Where are they doing? Are they doing that in the States now, too? Yeah, 100%. Mesochymal stem cells. Corsi. Well, yeah, I was going to ask what kind of stem cells. Because yeah. I know for my procedures, they were done uh, on my, well, my back God. and shoulder. Yeah, I, just... I know. <laughs> Not into his penis. On all my penis stem cells. <laughs> the, no, they've done fat cells and bone marrow. Right. And then so, over in Colombia, they're doing umbilical cord Yeah, that's what we're doing. We're doing umbilical cord. It's we're, legal. It's through Predictive. Yeah. Yeah, it's a whole. It's a brand new company in Utah. The all the placentas and the umbilical cord is donated by people of the Mormon Church. Yep. That are wanting to build money. For Getting the those church. clean stem cells. Yeah, from, exactly. Doesn't get any cleaner than you. Coffee. <laughs> hey, jeez. You're gonna be set, guys. <laughs> but that was one of the things. Is there's so many. Different... I love that you know that. That okay. the fact that where do these stem cells come from? Oh, they come from the Mormons in Utah. <laughs> yeah, I do. Well, I like everyone. Oh, that sounds great. Gee, golly, like, sign me up. <laughs> They're blessed. Okay, blessed. <laughs> But that was like one of the things is I because we started using the stem cells. I have a video I'll show you of a boxer who 
did the stem cells thrust. You don't name his name. Yeah, no, no. Privacy no, he, no he, he's on our website. He oh, okay. Care. Yeah, his name's Billy Wright. Bronco Billy. Okay. His fists are bigger than after, yours. After the, after the procedure, he became Bronco Billy. No, he literally, like, he, we didn't do it in his penis. We did it in his brain. Oh. So they found out that he had really bad things with his mind. Yeah. It was like TBI almost from all the The, the concussion stuff yeah. and uh, the CT. Um, yeah. Is it CTE? What's the, I forget. Yeah. Concussion, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So they were telling me about that. They, they did, said, Matt Hughes, UFC went down yeah, and had it huh? done. Yeah. So his was so bad that they said, go ahead and get, he, he had to walk with the walker. He came in with the walker. He has a baby that's like eight months old. Oh my it God. hit onset so dramatic. He's like, listen, I'm just going to do this for you because I've been your friend forever. Yeah. They did the stem cells into his nose and into his brain. Fucking walking, jumping, talking, 100% like back to normal just from wow. stem cells. And I have the video, like, if you, I'll have you watch it. Okay. Like, the best video you'll ever see. Like, he is a whole new person now. We live in amazing times now where mm-hmm. people, I tell, like, I'm getting, a, I got a new body. My back, like, when you met me before, like, my back was yeah, so you were bad. In pain all the time. People didn't know how bad, like, it was, and when, like, I, as the day would go on, I could loosen up a little, but, like, mentally. You had to stretch in the morning, like. I do everything all day, like, yeah. but mentally just had, was at such a, I don't wish back pain on anybody. It oh, yeah. was so depressing. I've noticed that in the last just like six to eight months, how uplifted I am and more like, one, I want to go out and do stuff more because I was so hurt all the time. Yeah. I didn't want to like, I didn't want to do anything because I'm constantly trying to fix. I was icing all the time and like. Yeah, that's why you got the ice bath. Yeah, and I, but I was just, I didn't know what to do because it felt like what was the Life move that you over. did that caused that? I can't remember what the you said. The backpack stunner with okay. the guy on my back, and it compressed my L1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. And then I started getting nerve atrophy in my right leg and, like, all this, <sighs> which the stem cells have regrown my disc. And I'm pretty much now, and then through this guy's smash works, this other doctor doing with a softball on my QL muscles in my back, I was still having muscular pain. That's all gone now. Awesome. So these Columbia stem cells are just like the yeah, icing on the yes, cake. Give me. Just uh, they're going to do around all the uh, facet joints in the disc and the muscles uh, with my back, and my, they think they could regenerate the nerve into my big toe oh. to get me back. Yeah, because I remember, yeah, you're like, I which if I can get my athletic, because you couldn't get your toe up. Yeah, yeah, I have like a partial drop foot yeah. that I've wrestled with my whole life, and my balance has always been off on that. But I've just functioned with it. Yeah, so like, if I can get this all back, and I've already so much better now, but. Getting a second, literally getting a new body, yeah. and I know everything I know now, which is so scary. But I'm so more, so much more thankful now. I'm like, oh, the responsibility with this. I feel like the to do more good now, yeah. just because I was like, I'm getting blessed to have another chance. But so many people are mm-hmm. with this, and that boxers and football players that they're now able to regenerate like their brain, their brain essentially, yeah, 100%. which is crazy. I mean, think about it. If we only have 10% that we use and you're just damaging that 10%, like that's why paralysis sets in for a lot of them. Yeah. Neuropathy in the feet. Yep. Like that's one of the first things that happens with brain trauma is you start losing appendages. Yeah. So we're actually fixing that. To watch a man walk in on in fucking his walker and he is, I think, 45? Yeah. Early 50, 40, in that range. I watched him fight three years before that. He literally said, I'm going to punch this guy in the ribs and break his ribs and we're done. Yeah. He did exactly that. One punch, you heard the rib pop. Oh, my God. Like, he's just that intense yeah, of a yeah. to see him like that three years later just, like, killed me. And they fixed him. That's what people don't, like, the, I'm glad I got to go through this because they go through the, cause I lost, like, my identity. I had to figure out who I was without wrestling. Right. And, like, I'm so proud that I was able to do it and, like, 
be okay with it if I never could go back to wrestling. I'm like, I'm okay, yeah. but I want it. Like I, I and you love it. Yeah, yeah I have, like I it wasn't ready for it to be taken away, but it has at multiple points and whatnot. But now that we have the ability to like regenerate and do things, it's what like though I've had moments in like with these doctors. And I just had this doctor Bo Hightower. I'm gonna have him on the show actually. He and I just went to uh, Iron Addicts Gym yesterday, and he he came to my house and we filmed stuff for YouTube already for his show. But at this gym, he found these other exercises on a barbell where it broke. I had scar tissue all in my lat Mm -hmm. and into my rear shoulder uh, tie-in in my tricep that he showed me these different things. And you could just put pressure on yeah, and, and where I did, and it literally just started breaking up and I didn't really it was but that was all this stretching and rehab I've been doing wasn't working nice. because I had these structural flaws. What that was doing was locking stuff up so that my scapula was getting stuck, which was then causing more problems in the front of my shoulder. Mm-hmm. But he and figured it out in stages. Yeah. And so now in my shoulder just today I had the best chest workout that I've had in years. Because my Latin, my he was all sweaty when I saw him today, guy. Yeah, I, I, I gave you a, honey, uh, yeah, sweaty, a hug. sweaty hug. I'm like, I'm fine. The, it was mild. I tried to. I was in front of the fan before you came over because I thought you're gonna be here four ten. I didn't have time. I had ten minutes. I, I had food. I'd cooked. I didn't even eat it sitting out there. Still, I've stopped everything. No wonder why he's like, we're wrapping it up, guys. I need. We're to done. Eat. I gotta go eat. But <laughs> feed me more. Yeah, no, but I, even them, I'm so thankful. It's just like. And it just has taught me, just like it inspired me to help people even more. Because it's like, it's just such a good feeling and I'm so grateful for all of it now. And you have such education to pass on to them. Yeah. It's like, listen, I've had it. I know what you, I can tell you to do. To yeah. It. And so it's, uh, we live in a cool time. So thank you for doing that. Because yeah. it's a good thing. You're, you're one of the good ones, Phoenix thank Marie. You, which so is why I like you. Because I like good human beings. Not just because you're, uh, I don't care anything about that actually. <laughs> yeah, which I, I think you know that. Yeah. Like, he really doesn't care if I that, did porn or not. Obviously I'm here. I just like talking to different people too. Because I love learning and like what goes on in the human brain and why people do things and whatnot. So. Yes. With that, I do want to say one piece of advice you can give to everyone because I ask everybody I interview, even though this was more of an informal, more laid back interview, <laughs> more of a catch up session. Yes. The what's one piece of advice for everybody that you can give out there, listeners, which I feel like you gave to girls about the porn industry, yes. but just in life in general. Be what, kind, be happy. The end. Be kind, be happy. That's you don't need to say any more than that. That's yeah. pretty all it's easy like be nice to other people like it's and then be happy if you're happy everyone around you will feel it and they'll be happy so simple yet so effective and so true thank you where can everybody find you phoenix uh we're gonna get your we're gonna get your social media yes, back let's go but, for that guys if you guys work for instagram and you know mr ryback you can message him for me please because that's Ryback. i have become Patty, mr. You've coming. never called me mr ryback i feel like on this show <laughs> I, think, I think i did once and you're like i like you that. literally just have now evolved to mr ryback yes. i am mr ryback <laughs> Oh, I said daddy once. You're like, it's just not going to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I made you call me big daddy. Yes, yeah, that's a big daddy. Yeah, we got to adjust that a little. Like, okay, stay in my, I'm with a mister. <laughs> I'm being very proper. You wanted to make me better, right? I'm trying to class yeah. you up a little bit on this show. Mister is a very proper word. That is. You know what you do, and I do before we cut you off again, you look very Beth Phoenixy today. Oh, my God. I was going to tell you as you're sitting, you look, because she's back in WWE. I know, I heard. That's the one you get that all the time. All the time. Give the camera a look. You look very much like Beth Phoenix, the Glamazon. <laughs> I mean, I was just gonna say. Where can they say find her. you? Um, P Marilla's on Twitter. It is Phoenix Squadron now at PHX Squadron. I mean, you guys know it's actually from Star Wars Rebels. I'm sure those of you that are nerds will totally get that. And then uh, that's about it. OnlyFans forward slash Phoenix Marie. 
Good deal. Well, Phoenix, thank you very much for thank coming you. back on. And guys, we will be right back after these messages. Do you like sex? Who doesn't? If you like sex, you'll love BlueChew.com. BlueChew offers men a performance enhancement for the bedroom, like lasting longer and going extra rounds. At BlueChew.com, you can get your first chewables with the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. Chewables can work faster than pills, up to twice as fast, guys. The chewable from Blue Chew can be taken on a full or empty stomach, and your online physician consult is free. So it's cheaper than those other two, those other two being Viagra and Cialis. It only takes a few minutes to connect with a BlueChew.com affiliated physician, and if you qualify, you get prescribed online quickly. So no in-person doctor visit, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. It ships directly to your door in discreet packaging. The chewables from BlueChew.com are prescribed online by a doctor and made in the USA. BlueChew gives you the confidence in the bedroom each and every time. You and your partner will love it. Chew it and do it. I also got a great deal for you guys on this for listening to Conversation with the Big Guy Ryback. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first order free when you use promo code Ryback. That's right. Just use promo code Ryback and your first order is free. Just pay $5 shipping. That's blue, B-L-U-E, chew.com, promo code Ryback. Baseball season is in full swing, and placing a wager on baseball has never been more exciting than with betonline.ag. This week, I'm not watching any of the game, guys, because you know the big guy Ryback is, doesn't watch much sports, to be quite honest. But I'm not against it at all, and if you love sports and you love betting, BetOnline.ag is your place because now you can save an extra 50% added on to your sports betting bankroll when you go to clnsmedia.com slash Ryback and use code CLNS50. The best part is the bonus will be added on to your balance within seconds. Again, support our podcast by going to clnsmedia.com slash Ryback and use code CLNS50. A minimum deposit of $25 is required to qualify for the bonus, and please see BetOnline's general rules for additional terms and conditions regarding bonuses. BetOnline.ag, your one-stop shop for online betting. All right, we're back. I got Pro Wrestling Sheets Ryan Satin in the house this week. What's going on? The Big Guys Wrestling Report with Ryan Satin. Brought to you by Pro Wrestling Sheet. What up, Ryback? How's it going? Sorry, I was uh, I had some things I had to handle last weekend, but I'm back in action here, and I it's right on the heels of a uh, fight for the fallen. You did know, you just do the Muscle Man dance when I when I introduced you? Did you do like a little Muscle Man dance? I don't think so. I think gonna, I did one of these. Oh, you maybe that. Like I wasn't up. looking all the way up, and I just saw a double bicep, and I thought you did the Muscle Man dance. Classic Ryan Sam with a piece of it. So, uh, so the Cali, that's the Cali in me right there. I but, love uh, it. I guess for those of you listening, you have no idea what we're talking about because you're not watching on video. Now that I know, people can see me on video, though. <laughs> now we're good. The, the camera's working. And actually, I had to order another disc, by the way. When I had Phoenix Marie in, on last week. She gets, oh. all, she gets all dressed up. It comes in. She looks phenomenal, Ryan. Her interview will be this week. And... Uh, and I do the whole thing, and the camera froze again. The disc, I don't know what's going on, but I had I ordered, because I have two backup discs that do work, and so I ordered more of those 
just to have. And I, I'm not using these other ones that I were using because both of these other ones have gone bad now. So I was like, okay, no more of the, but there was no way of knowing because it was working fine. And then it just somehow froze. And I was like, okay, we got the audio. Bad news is we don't have the, that. And I'm pissed now because on my YouTube, that would have yeah, helped. Yeah, that would have driven the numbers way higher, Yeah, dude. and I was like, so, like, it's just, I go, it's okay, there'll be more, so. The, the return of Phoenix Marie and with video on the yeah. ride, that conversation with the big guy, that would have been big numbers. I'm all over the place. I got Phoenix Marie this week. I got Dr. Berg, who's a keto doctor, uh, on the following week. Brian Carroll, about, uh, the world's, one of the world's strongest men, squatted 1,200 pounds, uh, that wrote this book on back injury the following week. C.T. Fletcher, I think, is coming on after that. And another doctor after that. I'm all over the place. Porn stars, doctors, and then pro wrestling. <laughs> hey, man. Pe- even doctors like porn stars. Dude, everyone likes porn stars. They're, they're the best. I literally just do my I – I just take things I enjoy in talking to random people and, like, trying to learn. And like, I was just like, it's, it's – yeah. So and there's conversation <laughs> with the big guy right back. <laughs> well, this conversation with the, with the big guy will – center more about professional wrestling Absolutely. with me but as much as i love uh the other things we, we were just talking about but uh fight for the fallen that was last night we'll we'll, we'll steer the ship towards that because uh we we're, this comes out monday right this, this yes, is when correct. the show comes out but we record this on sunday so uh extreme rules hasn't happened yet but fight for the fallen did happen last night uh right you said you watched it all what'd it. you think overall i enjoyed it i, I uh thought the i like the way the arena looked the presentation um I thought I thought the main event was great, and I got for me later on the show. I'm talking about at my top three performers of the night uh, for the show that I enjoyed, and uh, I. But I really I, I loved the Chris Jericho promo. I, I love I love Chris, man. I think he's just he he gives them the feel that they need uh, more often and, and whatnot. And, and I watched it top to bottom, and I think it was anything else. I have things that I enjoy more than others. I loved the main event. I thought it was the best, the best, the young bucks. Um, I like them being more aggressive. I really, and it just showing a little bit more aggression and I, cause they could still do all the cool stuff, but yeah. uh, there was just one, like one little random, he did, he did, I think it was, was it, it Matt did a clothesline on gold dust, uh, Dustin in the match. It was just a simple clothesline, but it was aggressive. And I go, yep. fuck yes. That's what like, <laughs> I, like I want to see that more. And I think that's something that's missing from a lot of the guys that can learn moves they they don't necessarily not saying the young bucks, but a lot of new guys they they skip the basics to learn moves and they don't realize that the basics are what can make you great. But yeah, totally. Uh, no, oh, and I agree with you in the fact that the the the, the main event was uh, it was definitely a different young bucks match than than we've seen in the past. Definitely more of an old school vibe where you know they were you know the Rose Brothers were focusing on one body part and really like yep. you know driving home the, the the working on the arm you know and doing do it messing with his shoulder and all that kind of stuff and i thought that was good i also thought you know it was cool when then the Rhodes brothers kind of had to come up to the young bucks level and kind of do some super kicks and do some spots and yep. kind of like do some flying type stuff to kind of show that they were also on the same level i thought that uh overall uh it did what it needed to do i think that you know i'd said this on my show when we did a preview of it that i felt like the young bucks getting a win over 
over the Rhodes brothers does more for the young bucks than vice versa, you know, vice versa, you know, that, yeah. that the Rhodes brothers don't really gain as much by beating the young bucks. Um, I think the young bucks need to be the top tag team in the AEW and that beating a big team like the Rhodes brothers helps solidify that. Yeah. And I think too, it gives when Dustin's older and they have that story where he's maybe not at his, his peak and but they're teaming up again. They hadn't teamed in a long time. And the Young Bucks are considered, they're calling them the best tag team in the world. So, uh, and they presented it like that. So I think it, and it told a good story. And Cody, they had their, that whole end of the program too, to save, to get Cody where they, and he cut, Cody cut a hell of a promo. Cody, and he, he's, I, that's the one thing with Cody. I like seeing Cody really passionate and have a little fire, which he does. He knows when to do it. Oh yeah. And, uh, and he, and he's, he's, he's gotten really good at that. And I'm really proud of him for that. And I, I thought they closed the show on a really, really high note. Um, one thing I, I would say, I don't know if you want to do a review kind of from top to bottom or from bottom to top. Uh, no, I'm going to mention some of the big things, okay. not necessarily every little thing. <laughs> but they, uh, I think one thing for me personally I would like to, to see um, with them moving forward, their presentation has a very WCW feel to it to me, um, which I like. On that, the one thing I don't personally like as much is the music. I think the music is lacking severely compared to to what WWE offers. Fair, and, that's fair, and that's and that's just my opinion on when I'm watching. I love good theme music. Me I too. love being able to connect, and, and I think also another thing, and and this is just like breaking it down. Like everything's great. It, it, and it. from this and this this is from my experience and as a performer what I would want if I'm being if I was there it would be I think too the when WWE when a performer comes out I feel like the camera they're very clear you get a very clear shot of the performer it feels different to me and the music comes through different when I was watching that the performers didn't it seemed like they were more distant on the camera shots. Um, and the music was like the announcer's voices was over the music to yeah. me mm -hmm. in a way. And I don't like that because to me, when I'm watching a performer, I need to get the whole package. Totally. And, I, and so that was missing for me on that. But I noticed on a couple like Jericho and the Bucks, they had, it came off a little better for them. I was just going to say and the, Cody as well. better than others. Cause hangman also has like dope theme music and it has like the um you know the horse kind of thing yeah. that kind of plays in and out of it and they do they, i do think they do a good job on certain ones because i agree with you that someone like um janella um i feel like sean spears yeah um some of the some of the female talent i'm trying to think off the top of my head but I, but i agree with you like some of those ones i felt the exact same way that like uh the the presentation wasn't fully there like yeah. janella didn't come across like you can make someone look like more of a star just based on their entrance. Yeah. You, just by the way you shoot them. And I agree with you that like, and that comes down to their camera shots more than anything. And, I, and it, it could be being done on purpose. That could be. And again, they have time to figure all this out with all of this right now, how they want to present all of this. That's just me. How I, I never liked certain aspects of WCW, even though I loved WCW, I always loved the WWE presentation. On that, because I felt like you just, I feel like you, you know who everybody is in WWE. Like as far as like you get a clear shot of them, even if they're not used well or things like that. Whereas when I'm watching last night, I, I feel like, like the, the, the girls tag match where I think the two, was it the two Japanese performers? Yep. I couldn't tell you neither, like I have no idea 
I couldn't. They and definitely I, didn't do a lot to make them stand out, like to show off the differences between the two. Yeah, and but but I'm in the presentation, just the camera. It was really yeah. hard to, and that's me as a pro wrestler. I'm like, and I'm like, I don't know it. And the one girl in the match got confused and went to the wrong side to tag in the wrong girl during the thing. Yeah. And I'm like, if that's happening, like, and well, apparently that happened because she suffered a concussion during the match. Okay, so that made I that thought explain. the same thing. So, because I thought the same thing while watching it, I was like, because I 100% was on that wavelength with you of like a man, like they're both two women from stardom. Like you gotta explain to me the different. You gotta do things differently to make them stand apart from each other. And that's all the talent. That's not just two Japanese yeah. women. That's all the talent. You but that know, comes down like, to cameras, too, and, like, totally getting a good cool. face shot. Like, I didn't even get a good face shot to where I could, like, distinguish. But their, their outfits were similar as well, they which is – wearing white. Yeah. They were both – had similar hairstyles, if I recall correctly. I, I agree with you. And I think the camera shots do help establish that kind of thing. You know, your character – you know, I, lo I love that tight camera shot they yeah. used to always do. You know, yep. um, it makes and, you and noticeable, I, and that makes you recognized oh, where people. Oh, the screen. Yeah, you're, you're, you're the focal point, and not the arena, and then you're a part of the arena because that's what it comes off of, and that's me, just for my opinion in pro wrestling. That if I was a performer, that would be something I would want to talk to. Like I want these close shots because that's what makes me a name brand. At the end of the day, is those close the, the face is everything, and that's well, what like, I feel like. Jalen, for example, like his entrance should have been darker. Like who's it should have been. The guy who wrestled against Cody at Fighter Fest, who has like the okay. skull, Darby Allen is yeah. the skull face paint thing. Like his, you think his entrance should be one of the coolest. Like he's got this dark persona. You would think there'd just be more more theatrics behind it in his. It would look yeah. just kind of. I don't know. It, you can make his entrance be really cool. I would imagine. But I'm also thinking that the outdoor vibe of last night's show might have played into that a little Could bit, have. and that when we get to TV, that. They're, I'm hoping that they're going to have cooler entrances and stuff like that too. Yeah. Um, I agree. I think that's a great point. TV, and again, this is just all in discussion into what we're seeing. Is they they're literally figuring this out, and and it could be a reason why they're doing this on the BR live and not doing it on pay per view on all of them. You know what I mean? Because they are figuring out. So they're like, we're going to give it away for free while we figure it out, which is awesome. And even WrestleMania, sometimes you know when WrestleMania is in the outdoor uh, venue or something like that. Sometimes, like, those daytime entrances just aren't as cool. Like, they no. don't have the same vibe. For me, they yeah, don't have I agree. Like, a different vibe when it's daytime. When it gets nighttime, they're cooler. Wrestling is meant daytime, for night. Wrestling is not yeah. meant for the day. That's me as a no. fan. I hated going. I had to do that Battle Royal uh, in California. The sun just beating down. I was hungover from the night before of just getting shit-faced because I found out. I thought I was winning, and then they told me, the writer the night before when I'm down with WWE office people uh, and a couple other people getting drinking and I wasn't planning on getting wasted. And then the writer came over and said, I don't know if Big Show went and got it changed, but Big Show's going over now. And I just literally said, fuck this. I got shit faced. I overslept, missed the bus ride in the morning, went and had a huge discussion with Vince later in the day. I cut myself shaving. Blood was going everywhere. Like, I was so angry. I literally was so angry shaving. I put a huge gash in my head. And had to go get oh, fucking, God. yeah. And then had this huge discussion with Vince and Gorilla. I'm like, and I was just, everybody left. Every, I was screaming, like, in a, in a very angry, unhappy way over things. Because it was just over. It was oh, We've talked about it a million times. It's over. No, totally. But no, totally. it sucked going out during the day. Like, I just remember, like, thinking, this sucks. I didn't, I didn't. And that's just, I would rather be out at night. Big Show winning that year was such a disappointment, too. Like, I'm happy there. for him. He's a great giant. I love him. But, I mean. 
it was a disappointment. I was there. I remember it. It was disappointing. Everyone there was disappointed. I remember everyone being like, what? Well, what? I also, Ryan, had to wrestle my in the height of my career with these guys that were at the end of their careers. And I always got put with the Giants. And I just always, I wish, like, I was like, man, I love those guys. And it, they did a lot for me working with them and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But like, it's different wrestling a guy at the end of their career than it is wrestling them at the height of their career and whatnot. And it was like, they all, after I left, <laughs> just stopped. I go, fuck. <laughs> right, right as you left. My back <laughs> is all fucked up now picking these guys up every night. Like, <laughs> God damn, I really, I really fucked this up. <laughs> uh, okay, so one of my uh, nitpick things, and, and I, I'm, interested, I'm interested to hear what you think about it. One of my overall nitpicks of the show um, was was lack of rules, it felt like. You know, I felt like sometimes they were just ignoring basic rule things, you know? Like, like what? For example, like uh, Daniel, Christopher Daniels got involved in that tag match right in front of the referee and hit yeah. someone and there was no disqualification. Yeah. Or, you know, in that three-way tag team match um, – I know that in a three-way tag match, it's like a no-DQ match, I guess. But they don't say that. It's not promoted that way as like, oh, you know, anything goes type thing. So when Marco Stunt is like doing a Hurricane Rana on one of the wrestlers right in front of the referee, I'm like, and I know he kicked him out or whatever. But to me, I'm like, that seems like that team should be disqualified or this match is over. Or even later in the main event with Knox. Do it behind I, the ref's back if you're going to do, do it. Do it behind the ref's back. Exactly. Do it behind yeah. the ref's back. You know? And and uh, even during the main event when – and this wasn't necessarily cheating, I guess. But I felt like – I felt like you if, if the referee – and I love Knox. I think Knox is a great referee, Rick Knox. But to me, if you're going to show the referee – doing two counts for some reason, you have to establish like what the fuck that means. Yeah. You know, it was weird to see him counting both or when, when there was that double submission thing, yeah. he's checking on both, like both people can give up. And I'm like, is this a, to- a like a tornado tag match? Like yeah. what's going on here? Like there was also long periods during the match where he just wasn't counting or telling anyone to get out of the yeah. ring. And I know that might be like the rest. I, I, maybe I sound like a Jim Cornette here, but like when I was I don't watching, think so. not at all. Fun, even Jim Ross was on commentary calling it out. Like he was saying, like, why is Rick Knox doing double count? Why is Rick Knox not allowing this to happen? Why is Rick Knox allowing that to happen? He was calling it out like so many times throughout the main event, yeah. and I was actually with him by that point. I'm like, yeah, why is Rick? I love Jim Ross, up? by the way. I actually like Jim Ross getting hot at the talent for. He goes <laughs> the one when he he went off on the DDTs. How many damn DDTs is that? Whatever during this match, and then like he tries to then explain like, by golly, like I just how are they kicking out like it's. Uh, <laughs> but he was legitimately Jr. Was because you. And this is, goes back to what you're talking about. So as good as guys are in wrestling at learning moves, that doesn't make you a great professional wrestler or a great referee. There's little things that you learn over the years <clears throat> and from being working at the high level and being around the old timers and the, these people that and you learn that. And WWE has a system where you learn those things essentially a little better. Whereas guys that are on the independents, they don't have a lot of these little skills sometimes. And I'm not saying all of them. This is just a, this is what we're seeing when the majority of your roster comes from the independents. You're going to have little holes that these need to be addressed. So the good thing is, is then they get these pieces in place. They get the Arn Andersons, the Dean Malinkos, 
and they can school these guys and educate them as they mess up. Now, yes. ideally, you don't want that on your big programming and on your TVs. And that's what developmental was for in WWE. And that so that you got those little mistakes out of the way. They're not in the same luxury, the same boat. They're kind of just going all at this. And um, so that's what we're seeing, just so you understand. Yep. Uh, no, totally. it's funny that you said that, actually, because when I was watching it, someone was like, well, you've seen Knox do that at PWG. And I thought to myself, well, yeah, but the difference, and maybe this is like the purest in me, is that's at a quote-unquote indie wrestling yeah, show. Yeah. So, like, I'm okay with those things happening at an indie wrestling show, quote-unquote, but, like, to me, there's a difference when you go from, like, indie wrestling to, quote-unquote, professional wrestling. Absolutely. Like, actually, with the real professional operation. And to me, the, the, the rules need to be much more firm, especially if you're going out there waving this flag of saying, we're going to be the sports-centric company. I was we're just going to say that. They're saying this is going to be an athletic competition. Then you need to, like, really... establish the rules. Like, and yeah. you have to follow them to a letter. And if you're gonna, if you're going to not, then, how, like you said earlier... The referee needs to be out for some reason. The referee needs to have been taken out for some reason by accident or something. I got a question for you too. What how do you feel? Because for me, and, and I'm trying I try to keep an open mind with everything. And like, how do you feel like with women referees and male matches? To me, it, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't? Does it bother you? No, so I, I was watching it doesn't, so I'm not used to seeing it. I always like I'll look at things and I'll go, okay, am I being an asshole? Or am I I try to understand my feelings and then yeah. I, I go, well. It's just because we haven't seen it. Now, if I see it all the time, I think I'll probably warm up to it a lot more over time. If I recall correctly, NXT has been doing it for a little bit now. And you know what the thing is with me is that – because I heard Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette, when he uh, reviewed, I want to say Double or Nothing, that was one thing that, like, drove him crazy. He was like yeah. – and, and I understood what he was saying. that He was saying, like, if you're – sports centric if you're um trying to bring back you know uh some level of believability to the product then you go well this referee is technically there to lay down the law he's technically there to stop yes. these two opponents if it gets out of hand and can your believability of a woman be able to stop these two guys who can beat the shit out of anybody yes. is that believable and 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 so i do understand that but also in this in a, in a I guess in just like a future in, in forward thinking society that where we're kind of moving towards like there, there's a lot of women who can beat the shit out of guys, yeah. you know, and too, and, and so, I think a fair point. And so this is when I, when I watch this, I ask myself these questions just as a human trying to understand why do I have these feelings? Is this a disconnect for me? But like in, in all seriousness though, with referees in by the looks of it, the, any of the wrestlers, usually in the WWE would use smaller referees is to make the superstars look better. They're, they can't – none of those guys could legitimately contain the wrestlers. So that is – That was my next point is you look at like referees throughout history. Like, yeah. like maybe Earl Hebner could have held, him, held things yeah, down. Yeah, and I'm not saying – yeah. but I'm just saying the illusion of it that you, you, don't, you don't see you know, Rod Zapata as hot as he gets in the ring and like likes to shove guys. Fucking hot Rod. Fucking that the – but like he gets all fired up. But that's why they put him with the divas. He's and I love him. He's awesome. But like, <laughs> the, the you don't want them to come off like like Nick Patrick was bigger than a lot of the boys, like yeah. back in the day. Which you got rid yeah. of that having those giant. Like I would hate to have a ref way bigger than me in the oh. match just because it takes away from the presentation a little bit. But so I'm looking at it from that point of view. I go, okay, that's not bad. And I think we just need to get used to seeing it. Which is like, I'm up with you that like I like some of the things they're doing and having a more open mindset of evolving 
that just because things have been done a certain way doesn't mean we always have to do it that way necessarily. So I'm trying to like just as a person look at that and why am I feeling like that? Because I noticed that during the women's thing, it was a disconnect a little bit for me. But it really shouldn't be because they're supposed to just be authority figures. You respect the authority figure. Exactly. I think that is the case. Because there's like – I guess it's no different than having like a female principal even though that's not going to be like a a physical thing. But yeah, exactly. It's like a female can be just as – should should be just as much of an authority. And way more heat for MJF when he shoves the female down. I was already thinking that. Yeah. I was 100% thinking that. But it's funny that you mentioned having to watch – something like an AEW and think like, okay, I have to watch this without my normal mind. Not, I'm trying to think of the right words. Without the glasses of like, this is what I'm used to type thing. Like these guys want to do something different. Yeah. So you have to like think of it in that terms. Yep. Um, and so obviously they, there are going to be mistakes along the way. There are going to be little things that they're learning. I mean, this is only their third show, yeah, you know? Yeah. So um, I, 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 I'm 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 optimistic to see where it goes. The best sure. stuff, though, to me is like one of my favorite things was the Jericho promo last night. Just the feel, and he went out there and got heat, and was because he established his character's established, and he's out there and he's not afraid to like just be himself. And I feel like this is why that's the best stuff going on. The, the main event, best stuff going on. They took the old school pro wrestling with new school a little bit, and like told a story though these are the things that are working so it's like I didn't, I've talked about this with you before off camera my only concern is and we see it with WWE and maybe I've mentioned it on here before when WWE debuts a new talent it's really hard to get a new talent over by themselves when 90% of your roster is all brand new that's the other thing I'm watching and I even know these guys and from watching independent stuff um, but I'm like how is this going to trying to get an entire roster over almost with a casual audience for TV ratings. That to me is what I'm really nervous about seeing that. And I don't know. I don't know how it's going to play out because no, I think I'm they- with you on that. I'm with you on that hundred percent that I think that when, that's when I watch it, I'm looking at with, with that eye yeah. as well of like, are they making stars here? Like, are they making, are they setting people up? for success like for example here's one of them um and i want to know what you think about it because i'm i'm i I have lots of opinions on it both good and bad i don't say i think it's a bad thing but sean spears sean spears uh was in the six-man tag last night former wwe guy um who was lost in the shuffle largely really like never really used that often in wwe despite being over um he's trying to get this new thing over and so last night he's in a match with um a bunch of talent on the rise. Yeah. The people that you would think are your homegrown AEW guys that you want to get over, but you had him, you have him beat one of the guys that you've been setting up for in a big way in, in Darby Allen. Um, do you think that's good or bad? Do you think that's good booking wise to have the WWE guy beating one yeah, of the guys? Yeah, I think you have to. So that's, you can't, they, people have to let that go, I think, too, of like the WWE guy thing. It's like, because. The potential for him to be, I think the potential is that Spears could be a bigger star than anybody else in that match if they based off of just physical characteristics of having at least some size on him and he could work and he's got a little bit more of an edge to him now coming in. Uh, I don't think it helps so talking about the chair shot taking away all his heat before with all of that which, which and whatever. And again, 
he's this kind of in a throwaway six man match where um, maybe they could have done a better job on doing something booking wise on that end to give him a little more like build up for whatever they're going to go with him and Cody. It was a little bit of a, a disconnect on that, but again, this was a little bit of a different. I think they're just testing a lot of things out right now and whatnot, totally. and and even creative. I think they don't have TV yet, so how much creative is there really going to be? Because there's only so far they can go online. I have no problem with Spears winning. I think that's you gotta. He's especially if he's going on with Cody. He needs that win more than anybody in that match. That's true, and I did like the story they told. I think it was a. I think it was something Spears tweeted afterwards. He said something like, I just beat the guy that Cody was unable to beat or yeah. something like that. So yep. it does it does play into that story. Um, and I do think they will set Darby Allen up for a big moment because Darby Allen is that kind of guy who can take tons of punishment and eventually like you're yeah. going to want to see him kind of get his revenge type thing. Here's the uh, thing, too, and I always talked about this with Hunter. Um, little guys can lose all the time because it's believable. It, and it, it really, and it's not, it, it's the bigger you are, the better you look, the, it, the, the harder it Im- impacts you when you lose. It really, if, if you yeah. look like you could beat the shit out of people and you're losing matches that people don't believe you should be losing and it happens more often, it really, really does a lot of damage to you. And it's like big show, big show having to put guys over work. Like it really, really did a lot of damage to him and took away from the special attraction that big show was because they were treating Bray Wyatt too. Bray Wyatt is another one. It's like you have to be, and I've you have to be very, and that's what I. Another reason why I left on top of being injured is because I wanted to protect that as much as possible because it can only be done in specific situations and whatnot. So a guy like Darby Allen, the smaller guys can lose more. It's like Miz. Miz can lose more because Miz comes off as a guy that's not. It's not. People don't believe necessarily that he should win all the time. But then you could get some momentum behind him and do an angle with him and get him hot eventually again. And they you have Maurice with him and it works. <clears throat> it's like Mark Henry. You treat Mark Henry like everybody else time and time and time again and whatnot. It kind of it takes away the specialness that is Mark Henry and Absolutely. whatnot. And so when the smaller guys can get away losing more in pro wrestling because it, and as long as they find creative ways to get them back in the mix and whatnot. But, um, and again, not everyone can win every time. Either. No, that makes sense too because it also you know the smaller guys do then become kind of like more of the quote unquote underdog you yeah. know and so then like you know sometimes the more they lose the more someone will get the, the more the people will start to get behind them hoping that they finally beat the big guy you especially know? if they're allowed to go out there and, and perform and look good and have moments of looking good where it's not just a quick squash match then then they're going to get over still regardless yeah. eventually over time so in their own way that makes sense yeah that definitely makes sense I also think one of the people that there they have done it right with so far in terms of uh, raising their profile and, and making them one of the stars of the show in a quick amount of time has been uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. I think that uh, a boy and his dinosaur, I think that's the name. That, or boy and his, yeah, boy and his dinosaur, I think. is. I liked that actually. last night, actually. They were good, right? Yeah. And this, yeah. I like because it gives, it, may, it really, really uh, helps both of them um, because otherwise you, Luchasaurus is just this, Big ass dude in a dinosaur mask, and it's yeah. it's kind of like what, and it, yeah, it, that's just me watching. Is like what? No, totally. Yeah, but it's funny. I honestly, I never was into Luchasaurus. He's kind of done a lot of things at bar wrestling because he's a grown like, man in a dinosaur mask, Ryan. And, and, and it's funny too because at bar wrestling, he'll just be in the full 
costume at the bar just drinking yeah waiting for his time to go in the ring unlike being in the back so i remember one time i just saw him he was just sitting there getting wasted at the bar and then it was like next on his way to the ring luchasaurus and he's put down the beard and in the lucha costume and goes into the ring so it was hilarious i remember we laughed every time we were, i don't know if he still does it because it's been a while since i've gone to bar wrestling but the first few shows i remember i was cracking up at that and uh and jungle boy as much as i like jungle boy um I think that the, it, you're, it's the same thing. You go like, oh, it's just this kid dresses Tarzan. But together... It makes like, sense oh, for some weird pro wrestling way. A boy yeah, and his I, dinosaur. I'm like, okay, I can get into this. Like, But if it's just Jungle Boy coming out, I'm like, okay, that's Luke Perry's son dressed as Jungle Boy. He came from a life of riches, like, essentially. I don't get it. That's just... But for whatever reason, when I see him with that fucking dinosaur, Larry the Scary Rex pops in my head from the movie fucking Mark Clifford with Martin Short, and I just see a boy and his dinosaur, and I go, I fucking get it. Totally. That's a, honestly, I was like, I, I was going, I was thinking to myself sometimes, this show, I was going, if AEW gets off the ground, you could make a cartoon out of these guys. Like, you yeah. could easily make a cartoon, a boy and his dinosaur, and it's hilarious. When they like, came I, out and he was on him, on his shoulder, on his ride, riding the dinosaur, I go, of course. I get it. Like, I want to see an entire entrance out of this. And, like, it's... 100%. 100%. One of my favorite things from that. That was a great, great point. Like, is that's, it's crazy how you just, some things on your own don't work, but you put someone together with someone and it's all it's he needed all along was his dinosaur. Totally. It's funny too, because I actually didn't know this until recently, but um, Luchasaurus tweeted the picture because um, Luke Perry's son, uh, Luch, uh, Jungle Boy, um, he has been training since he was like 12. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, you know, like, okay. Yeah. So, so, uh, and, but I didn't know that, that the first training session that he did, that he talked about on Chris Jericho's podcast, the first training session that he did in LA, um, in like some backyard ring type thing was with Judas Draven. Judas oh, wow. Draven, he posted a picture and it's like little 12 year old jungle boy, Doing, you know, when guys are in the training, you know, doing like training, they're all doing that like side of the ring kind yeah. of picture. And it's Jungle Boy, little 12 year old boy standing next to Judas Draven wow. as like a younger dude. And you go, whoa, they he was there since day one of Jungle Boy's training. Even better. You know, that's even, even makes even more sense. And my, I always create backstories on my own, Ryan, when I watch. And now to me, it all makes sense because Luchasaurus doesn't even like dinosaurs, but he knows Jungle Boy loves him. So he just wears the dinosaur mask for Jungle Boy to live out this little boyhood fantasy of loving dinosaurs. He's just being a good guy. So that then it. justifies him being wearing a grown man wearing a dinosaur mask. He's a that fucking good dude. Explain, that actually explains so much, too. Like, even though that's, they haven't established that at <laughs> all. That's my that made up, up story. <laughs> But in B on BTE, they have the whole thing where like he's acting like a, a dinosaur, but then he has to always mention that he has a master's degree, and, yeah. and so he's always like doing one smart thing on top of it. And he's like, "Well, I actually have a master's degree," so it does play into your theory here. So it's perfect. It's just being a good human um, being, man. He's <laughs> just being a good human being, Luchasaurus. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I I'm glad that you're on that that vibe. With what do you me. think like, about yeah. uh? I, you know who else? I think uh, Sunny Kiss. I haven't. I remember I did an independent show, a couple of them with Sunny. I think they have something there with with Sunny Kiss. The Me last too. night um, on it, the I think if I, how does how do they like are they do they present Sunny as he or she or is it just Sunny Kiss? It's, he's the guy. He's the guy. Okay. He's the guy who just makeup. Yeah. But he, uh, 
I thought the the whole thing, especially in 2019 with the whole movement with everything with people, I think they have a like they can have somebody that can appeal to uh, casual people, uh, yep. a portion of the audience possibly, just yep. looking at it from an open mindset. Um, it's I think they should definitely do more to establish that character. And like I, I heard parts of Jim Cornette, and I get how Jim doesn't. He's bashed me over things that weren't true, and he he just kind of says things, and he, he gets angry over things, and it. I've, just, I've give I've quit giving people any power over any of my feelings and whatnot. Yeah. And it's just probably makes money doing it. And it's great, but he does have he valid does. points on things, old school wrestling psychology that gets blended in with him not probably speaking the appropriate way. Um, I'm the same way. I for, for on the Jim Cornette tip, like I started to listen a little more, and if you go into it knowing that like some of these things he's saying, he's saying in his character to get a ride, yeah. you you can gleam some good pieces of. Yeah. Uh, but if knowledge. you take it and just putting in print and don't really take into it, it comes off very harsh and yes. whatnot. But he 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 can be very. He was always harsh around guys and his critiques and and whatnot. And some people are better at expressing how they feel than others. And especially in this day and age, there's a right way and a wrong way to kind of say things. And I think sometimes his approach is just to say whatever. And yes. because it, maybe it gets him more views or more listens and more money. I don't know. And he just doesn't care. But I, you also do try to put yourself in the other, not offend anybody or do anything of that nature. But I think I was watching and Sonny's talented in the ring. And I think if just, I always just like aggression and believability. I think continue to work on that with the moves. But I think they have a character that they could make unique that nobody's doing in pro wrestling right now. So Totally. And and, and I think uh, to piggyback off of that, of like portraying them in a positive light, I guess, yeah. you know, not in like a gay fear type way or like anything like that, like, or yeah, like they're portraying Sonny Kiss as a, per, a, a normal person, you know, as yeah. a wrestler. And I like that. I like but I like it, I like them explaining like the dance background, like things, and just start adding some layers to the character and helping people understand who this person actually is and how they got to. Because it is, if you're just tuning in for the first time, you go, "Why is this guy dressed up like that?" You want okay. them to understand it, and I think that's what Jim was probably getting at, but said it in a much harsher way. And it's not Sonny's; yeah. it's this takes time with TV. They don't have it yet. So you're not going to know necessarily, but I thought they did a good job last night giving Sonny the entrance with the dancers yep. and kind of, and I thought, I thought Sonny looked good coming out of that. Yeah. I, uh, I also saw apparently that, um, apparently, uh, Dustin Rhodes, gold dust is, has, has kind of been taking Sonny under his wing mm -hmm. and, uh, guiding him at, from a producer standpoint, which is makes all the sense. In all the, world. the sense in the world. Yeah. So I think honestly, him having a uh, someone guiding him like a gold dust uh, will really, really uh, help him in the long run for sure. And two, they have the option of they using Sonny in, in a very positive light uh, for the time being, but eventually, when you really want to start mixing it up. Adding elements of the Goldust character into the Sunny Kiss character, you got a whole other dynamic and presenting it a different way, where it yep. is a more fear-based people wrestling, but it's done by design after you've established the character. Where totally, totally. He's using it to his advantage to get win. You know what I mean? To where totally. making people uncomfortable, but they're not. They don't have to go that route yet. I don't think, and they're not. So I, I thought it was good though. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, one of the things that you know, you mentioned the end of the show. I will say. The end of the show, I thought, was was a little messy from a production standpoint, in my opinion. Um, you know, so, you know, you uh, 
they're doing this promo at the end of the show where they're like putting over the Rhodes brothers after beating them. And like, as they're getting to the apex of their, of what they want to say after they kind of buried them for a second by saying they didn't watch them in WWE, yeah, which got them booed, really, which got them booed, which was weird in my opinion to hear not watching WWE get booed um, at yeah. a show like this. They got to be, so um, here's what they, so they've done a good job. So the moment, so WWE doesn't necessarily have to acknowledge them. They don't pretty much outside of the little Sammy thing that one time, yeah. whatnot. I think they have to be very careful of um, when you start when you start bashing the other place or taking shots at them. It's going to rub people the wrong way it, because people are always looking for things and whatnot. And I don't think they they don't need to do that. They just need to focus on what they're doing. And but Co- like Cody, it's very personal on in ways, and he gets fired up and whatnot. My thing is, it's right now they only appeal to the hardcore audience. That hardcore audience isn't going to leave WWE. I'm, they're going to yeah. those people. They might say they will. Those are the people that are going to watch just a bitch. They're not going to go anywhere. They need to Absolutely. focus on just doing what they're doing, putting out their product. In my opinion, in, because they need to focus on how they're going to get the casual audience to get ratings. To me, that needs to be the number one priority going forward with this and storylines and, and creating stars. Because WWE, if WWE just decides we're going to get back the casual audience, they have everything in place to do it. Yeah, and, they just got to flip the switch. Yeah, they just got to flip <laughs> the switch, and they can blo- yeah. they can they can they can up. They would again have to switch their business model a little bit on wanting to make bigger names, which is why I'm really excited about pro wrestling again. Is because I feel like they're going to have to, and but I think yep. if I think if they do do that, lights out. Like as far as the ratings wise, I don't think it's even because right now AEW is simply the hardcore audience. Well, AEW got shook by Evolve, you yeah. know? Like, that wasn't even WWE, and they got shook enough to where Cody had to yell something about it on camera. And, you know, like, that's not even them <laughs> counter-programming for real. That's no. them doing minimal counter-programming, yeah. you know? Like, don't get... I almost thought it was... You know, I liked what Cody said. Like you said, to me, when Cody says it, it feels a little more genuine when he, like... Because he's so fired up yeah. that, he's, that, that you go, okay, well, that makes sense. Cody's fired up. He's saying it. And that's why nobody booed when he said that. When he said yeah. the counter-programming thing, everyone went, yeah! When he said, you can't counter-program AEW, yeah. you know? Like, everyone, yeah! But when the Bucks were like, well, we didn't watch you in WWE, it was like, calm down. You know? It was yeah. like, we all were watching that match. They were good matches. You missed out. You yeah. know? It's kind of like when someone goes like, well, I didn't watch that. And you go, well, okay, you missed out on something awesome. That's on you. It comes know? off and very so- bad. It just yeah. doesn't. They in the crowd, it sucked the air out of that part of it. Essentially, when they did that, because it, it didn't need to go there. And I think that. And I it, thought they were gonna. And I thought they were gonna fix it. Like it was like they were like, we didn't really watch you, and then they got booed, and then they were like going to fix it, and then the music hit to come out for the check presentation, and it was like, wait, everyone just kind of got buried in that segment yeah. a little bit. Like you know, everyone didn't come out looking good at the end of that, and then they brought out this big check, and. Um, they're talking about, are we even on the air yet? Are we that on was the weird. Area? They mentioned that several times. I think they, they thought they were off the air, but they were which still being, confusing. yeah, which, yeah, I don't know. I, I noticed I, that as well. It was confusing. And then I, I don't know. I, I was almost wondering if they didn't think about the fact that it would be awkward for Kenny Omega to close the show like he normally does with a bunch of gun references, uh, until he was out there because it was weird that it was like, 
oh shit, I, he's gonna do like his whole bang and gun thing when there's a huge check behind him. Yeah. To for hundred and fifty thousand dollars to to a victims of of gun violence, it definitely was like oh shit moment. I, and I really wonder if they didn't think about that until he was out there because that whole ending was very awkward. I felt like. Uh, and this is the I, so ideally, and what from watching it, it ideally like. It almost could have been just Cody in the ring doing that with the and it, with that promo, and it would have been a great way to end the show. Hundred um, percent. When you bring out too many people, sometimes it can come off chaotic, and like you have Luchasaurus randomly out there without his Jungle Boy, and yeah. I don't think or just like no Jungle Boy was there. Was Jungle too, Boy but it was the, still random. Yeah, yeah. He Small. was out venturing in the woods on the side, the <laughs> looking for for nuts and berries. The no, it just. And Randy know. was out there, who had just yeah. done heel things yeah. early the night with Awesome Kong. I think you had to be like, careful of that too, a little bit with all of that. Yeah, like it just yeah, it, no, I felt, it felt the same with like all. I I a hundred percent agree with you that they. I also feel like they didn't need to end the show with that. They could have had the check ceremony in the middle of the show for time purposes, and I'm like, hey, look at this good moment, and yeah. then later the night just ended it with or an interview in the back with Khan and those guys and Cody. If you want Cody there before that. And then if you want to end the, the night with, with the promo and with the Bucks and then Cody and closing it strong, okay, yeah. It, it's But I, I get what they're doing, and it was all a great cause. And, it, and this is, again, nitpicking little things. Yeah. I, I personally don't like, though, exposing pro wrestling during the show of pro wrestling. Um, I agree. Like saying, like, okay, act's over. Now here, you know, I, I don't like that. I, I think in the setting you need to keep it all pro wrestling – if you're not going to do that outside of it, that's one thing. But you know, that's not that's their choice. They 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 get to do that, and we'll see how that works moving forward and whatnot. And, and so we that's their show and their decision on that. Totally, totally. And uh, one last, just my this is just not even a thing. I just feel like if we're going to talk this much about the show, I want to mention my my low key part of favorite part of the show and that was when they showed the lawyers who were oh my sponsoring same. the event and, drunk and as can be yelling and screaming drunk in the front row just like yelling all drunk I, my, that was such a funny thing that happened they that's one thing i feel like AEW might learn from this is like the cutaway part like that should have been cut away the moment and this is just like Cody probably laughed his ass off initially you cut to the guy and and I, there's another thing I'm going to say, too, that I noticed right away. I almost text Cody, then I go, he has too much going on, and I like JR, but I'll tell you. the uh, They cut to the attorneys, and the attorney is drunk as shit, and, which is fine. You gotta be, yeah. But I feel like it was the worst time of the show to cut to him. And like he's literally... You can tell how wasted he is, Ryan, by looking so beer like spilling out of the cup and like just and, and it was like I was like, man, I wouldn't want them representing me in anything. No, they paid so much money to like uh, sponsor this event and have their name out there, and like you said, it was the worst possible moment to cut to them. I feel like. That's like the worst commercial ever for like these lawyers of like, look how fucking wasted these lawyers get, you know? And yeah. I like, in the first match, that probably wouldn't have been the case, but that guy was hammered at that moment and, oh. and yelling at someone. Like, he didn't make it through that show. There's no way. They should have carried him out. They did this segment where they carried the fan out. They should have carried that fucking attorney out. That guy, 
have been so much better if he had just been passed out next to private party and they had to carry that Farrah <laughs> guy out. <laughs> um, speaking of wasted, I think my last, the, the non-biggest story, the non-fight for the fallen biggest story of the week was I laughed at this story uh, for probably a whole week, and the, the entire week, and that was Enzo Amore and Joey Janela getting into a fight at a Blink-182 concert. Uh, one of the funniest things, I, I, you know, I saw the tweets initially where they're both calling each other out and talking shit back and forth, but then the next morning when the video came out, it just made the whole thing so much better because not only is it at a Blink-182 show in Jersey, which just... You already have the perfect visual for this. Uh, but then when you see it, it's even better because they're not actually fighting at all in this clip. No. It's them really just dancing around each other. And it's so funny. I was crying laughing. Uh, you know, from, for those of you who maybe didn't see it. Um, What's the story it. on it exactly? What did... So what happened is, is Joey and, saw that Enzo was at the concert via Instagram and was looking for him but didn't find him. And was and by the end of the show was wasted. You know, he'd been drinking White Claws at a Blink-182 concert all okay. night, getting hammered. And they're leaving. And from what I heard, while they were leaving, they ahead of them, they saw Enzo. And they oh. were like, oh, shit, we've been looking for him. And Joey was drunk and not thinking straight and went up to Enzo and was like, hey, I'm uh, Joey Janela. And they've talked shit on Twitter a bunch. To each other. I was going to ask that. Yeah, yeah and I'll, I'll talk. He had tons of shit talking on okay. Twitter. And Joey's wasted and gets in his face and goes, I'm Joey Janela. Do you want to fight? And put his middle finger in Enzo's face. Oh, wow. And so then Enzo shoved him out of his face. And then, like, from what I hear, they, like, he shoves him. Janela kind of comes forward again. Enzo punched him in the face a little bit. And... Janela kind of went back, and that's where the video starts. So that's that was why it, okay. Like, yeah, and that's where the video starts of them kind of like, all right, now we're going to do something, now we're going to do something, and then they kind of just like got broken apart before yeah. it like further. Um, but clearly it wasn't that intense of a punch because yeah. Joey's standing up just fine afterwards. Um, the whole thing's just a fucking mess, though, dude. Just such a mess. I Yeah, so I saw that, and I, I had some questions on that, which you just kind of answered. I was... Because here's so AEW first of all needs to talk to to Janela and they're gonna have to you don't conduct yourself like that in public if you were a WWE no. superstar and you go and do that you'll be fired like that's and you try to start a fight in in public in a public place like that that is common sense like you cannot do that that that, that is just being that's common sense yeah um, well, just being an asshole yeah and the the second problem is 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 Janela. And you mentioned it on there. He he shit talks on social media, and when you do that, there's repercussions. And Enzo was smart enough, knowing you don't get into a fight probably in public. And I saw that video. The video sucks. Like it, it's the worst. It, like I, I wish there was no video of it. Like it, it was like because it doesn't help anybody. And I knew there was something that had happened before that, and it's no, it's good nothing that they didn't fight because that would have been the worst thing ever on all accounts that for both of them to do that in a public place. Yes. <laughs> Janela probably would have been fired if, if AEW, I would hope they would that, but I could tell you from personal experience, Joey, I've never, I don't ever recall ever meeting him or knowing him. He'd sent a tweet to me years ago, bashing my book that came out that had no, it was just one random shit tweet. 
you're, nobody wants to read your piece of shit book or something along those lines. And I was just like, who's this guy? Don't, I have no idea. And I just fucking muted him or blocked him. I was like, go away. Like, I don't, I don't, there was just, and then I found out he was a worker. And I said, that's stupid. Why would you, we're not, he's not trying to get a match with me or do anything. Like, what's wrong with you? Why would you, you don't, you don't act like that. Like, yep. it's just, it's just, it's common sense. And yeah. so if he has this thing of acting like an idiot online, like with that, and he's going to have to deal with repercussions when he meets people in real life, they're not going to be pleased to see him. And he's going to, he's going to put himself in some really unfortunate situations because you qu- cross the wrong motherfucker. We saw it last week at UFC with the fucking uh, Ben Askren fight, talking shit to the wrong guy. You get your fucking head knocked off and fucking lights oh, yeah. out and it's fucking end of your career. With that, like it's well, even Enzo, who's not like the biggest dude. Yeah, yeah, you've seen yeah. that video. He's not like rushing Enzo after getting punched. He's like kind of backing away from from Enzo. Yeah, and I think that's something that an AEW is going to have to have some conversations with this guy because uh, his career's not going to be very long acting like that. I don't care what, or he's going to run. I have a he'll be on the independents. Nobody's going to invest anything in that guy if he lacks that common sense of don't be a piece of shit. So I also think it's something that. I think it's a growing up type of thing. I think that, you know, he's a y- little younger and, you know, I myself have kind of like feel like I've kind of grown up with social media, you know, because I had MySpace in high yep, school, yep. you know, and and I feel like only now, not now, but in the past, I'd say like year, two years, year and a half, two years, something like that is really when I learned of like you get so caught up in that and you think that that's what's like what helps you. And then you realize that like, you're just hurting yourself. You're just ruining chances for yourself in the future. You're saying hurtful things to people for, for internet cred. And at the end of the day, it's just like, that's, that's, that's not, it's not good for anybody. It doesn't help you. It doesn't help others. It's just, it's just bad to keep perpetuating that like online circle of like talking shit. And I've even really tried to like, remove myself from it and like yeah i I try to i still try to critique some things without looking like i'm talking like talking shit because you know shit talk does like you said you remember that one tweet from fucking years ago you know you're not gonna forget no i'm the same way you know i don't forget it and that's why like you know i had a thing where i said something that chris jericho was really mad about and i fucking regret it you know like i and I've learned that, like, you know, I, you know what? I didn't need to interject myself no. in that. I didn't need to be – I didn't need to do that. I didn't teach him anything. I only learned that, like, that wasn't necessary, yeah. you know? And, and that, I think like, that's something I, he's going to have to grow up really quick in pro – because I'm telling you, especially pro wrestling is a small world. And it's not like – it doesn't matter what, what you think your reasons are. A guy never met him or have no recollection of ever meeting him or anything. Like, and then doing that, whatever he's saying, I don't know what he was saying to Enzo, but like, and then he comes up and approaches him like that in a public place. Like if I was on, this is me. If I was AEW, if I was AEW, I would just get rid of him right away. I wouldn't deal with like grow the fuck up and come back in a couple years. Like, cause that's, if that's how that guy's mind works, he is a major problem to have on the roster. And that's my opinion. I, I also think that, and you know, this, you know, from being on TV, that you learn, you know, there's a difference between having a following and getting on TV, and and it really like when you when you get on TV, there's like a magnifying glass put on you, yeah. and you're you, like everything you do, the things that you might have done that that made people laugh or or whatever, 
it, it, it has a different connotation to it when you're on television and there's just millions of people that, that, that watch you, that can see you on this medium, you know? Yeah. And I think that you learn real fast that, like, your actions have big consequences once you're on television. And Absolutely. That, and I think you're right. And I, I think, think though he that. exposed himself and made himself, like, so and you're the bad boy and you talk shit? You just looked horrible in all of that. Like, I mean, absolutely horrible. So now, now I know it's not real. Yeah. 100%. So now I'm not buying in, no matter what you try to tell me. So, and that's... That's actually, I think, why it was the stupidest part. Mm-hmm. I think that, to me, is why it was dumb. Because you know in today's generation, there's camera phones everywhere. Everywhere. And if you're not going to back that shit up, then you should not... Throw your thrust yourself into it. Now, obviously, he was drunk and stuff, but I mean, like, yeah. even that even goes back to the old school, like what you hear of like Bill Watts type stuff for wrestling, where you go like, if you were a wrestler back in the day and you went to a bar and someone started a fight with you and you didn't win, yep, then, then you weren't allowed to come back to yeah, you would be done. No, the, nobody really would respect you, and you wouldn't. The the, the the zero credibility fantasy that you could beat everybody up is gone. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I agree with you in that aspect. It wasn't not, good, and hopefully he learns from it. It's because uh, I think he. We'll have to see. It's uh, it doesn't pay off talking shit online though, like that. No, in that regard, it's not pay off. Does not, and I've learned my lesson the hard way on that. Yeah, but you also <laughs> aren't picking fights in public places either. In all no, I haven't done that ever in my life. Yeah, so you're doing all right. The uh, <laughs> anything you want to go ahead and plug to wrap up this week. ProWrestlingSheet.com, that's the website where you can read all the top stories in the world of professional wrestling throughout the week at Wrestling Sheet on YouTube. You, I'm sorry, at Wrestling Sheet on social media. YouTube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. That's where you can find all the videos we do. Wrestling Sheet Radio on all the podcast platforms. Awesome. Good deal, Ryan. Thank you as always. And we're going to be right back, guys, after these messages. You've heard us talk about Real Good Foods before on the podcast and just how much I love their Real Good pizzas and enchiladas. Now Real Good Foods also has their new poppers, which are a super low-carb cross between a chicken nugget and a jalapeno popper. All of their foods are low-carb, grain-free, gluten-free, and keto-friendly. Most items have as low as 3 to 4 grams of carbs per serving. From their chicken crust pizza, enchiladas, cauliflower crust pizzas, snack bite pizzas, and poppers, you can't go wrong with anything from Real Good Foods. All items are available at realgoodfoods.com, on Amazon, and in retail locations all over the country, with a store locator on their website. Save 10% with discount code RYBACK off of realgoodfoods.com. Real Good Foods. Feed me more. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's the big guy, Ryback. And I want to talk to you about Fuel Meals, my personal meal prep service I've been using for years. Meal prep at your doorstep. Fuel Meals at FuelMeals.com has something for everybody. An easy way to eat healthy in this fast-paced life we are all living. Whenever I'm in a pinch, I go to my Fuel Meals and I love it. I love to eat real food, but the fact is I can't cook for every single meal of the day. So Fuel Meals come in handy for me when I need it most, and I think it could help you too. Tell them the big guy sent you and use discount code the big guy to save 15%. Fuelmeals.com. Feed me more. 
Summer is approaching fast and now is the time to not only get your diet on track, but also stock up on Feed Me More Nutrition. You can save 20% with discount code PODCAST20. Whether you're looking for long-lasting clean energy with our Wake Up Unlimited Energy, available in Pink Lemonade and our new Green Apple, melting fat off of Shell Shock Extreme Fat Burner, or getting a great night's rest with our powerful all-natural GTS Go to Sleep. Feed Me More Nutrition has you covered with seven different products that contain no artificial colors or sweeteners and use more natural ingredients that work synergistically to give you the results you deserve. Available on FeedMeMore.com and Amazon. Feed Me More. All right, I'm back. Big thank you to Phoenix Marie, Ryan Satin as well this week. Unfortunately, with the audio with Phoenix, uh, had some camera issues, which I talked about with Ryan there, uh, with the disc on the camera. And not with Ryan, I actually did it on Instagram, so I get everything all confused here. But uh, I got that all fixed. It's There was no way of knowing when it happened, and we recorded the entire show. But um, she was a pleasure as always. It was great to catch up with her, and she's doing great. And I, I hope you guys really, really enjoyed that conversation. Before we continue on here, I do want to give a big, oh, thank you to our sponsors of the show. As always, Blue Chew. Go to bluechew.com and get your first order free when you use promo code Ryback. You just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code Ryback. It's Cialis and Viagra. You don't have to go through a doctor uh, as far as in person. You do everything online. Uh, through uh, online doctors, and they get you um, approved after going through the consultation with their physician. And it's uh, it only takes a few minutes. It's quick. It's easy. They're chewables, and they uh, they're awesome. And the the feedback from everybody that that does use them is all highly positive. Real good foods. Realgoodfoods.com. Save fifteen percent with discount code Ryback. They got their cauliflower pizza. If you do the keto diet which we're having Dr. Berg on this upcoming, uh, following this Phoenix Marie uh, episode. We're going to have Dr. Berg on, guys, uh, who is a keto expert online, and I'm super pumped to talk to him to get some questions answered and hopefully help you guys as you guys are, are continuing to learn about health and fitness as well as I'm trying to constantly learn and improve on all of this. But Real Good Foods has the keto uh, pizzas, enchiladas, poppers, breakfast sandwiches. My good buddy Chris Pavone, who was on the show, just messaged me, bought a whole bunch of them at the grocery store. He loves the pizzas as well. And uh, the pizzas and the enchiladas, to me, are my two favorites. The cauliflower pizza is, is a little higher carbs, I believe, but it tastes absolutely amazing. So if you haven't checked that out, realgoodfoods.com, 15% with discount code RYBACK. Fuelmeals.com, save 15% with discount code the big guy. That's meal prep at your doorstep. That is my meal prep company I have been with for years. And I used them uh, for about a year, year and a half before I actually officially signed on with them. But they have very healthy food options. They're very affordable, guys. Very a lot of the meals I believe are the seven to ten dollar range. And uh, it's well worth it to have just for especially when you don't have time to cook. I usually get steak and broccoli, chicken and broccoli, and turkey burgers and uh, broccoli. So it's uh, those are my three go-tos for me with the way that I'm eating. BetOnline.ag. You guys check them out if you're into online betting. 
Use promo code CLNS50 uh, while there on betonline.ag. With your initial deposit, you'll uh, you'll get a 50% bonus with your initial deposit. Uh, to maximize your earn, you can score up to a thousand dollars worth of free plays from this one deposit. Um, BetOnline.ag. If you guys are into betting, CLNSMedia.com/ryback. There we go. <laughs> Feed me more nutrition available on FeedMeMore.com and Amazon. Save twenty percent on FeedMeMore.com with discount code Podcast Twenty on that, guys. Amazon reviews are greatly appreciated as always. If you guys can leave a review on Amazon, it really, really helps me out <clears throat> on that. And also on the website, we're giving away some specials there uh, where when you place an order, you can get a free 10-count creatine on the feedmemore.com website. So check that out uh, as well. And some other another cool add-on with the GTS Go to Sleep. We are running currently on that end. Moving on, moving on. We are moving on. I got my top three here I want to get into. I'm a little unorganized, I feel like. There we go. Just had to flip it over. All right, my top three this week is going to be my top three wrestlers, performers from Fight for the Fallen, AEW's Fight for the Fallen. The big guy's top three of the week. Number one is SCU. I enjoyed them thoroughly last night. I thought when they came out, uh, they had a good feel to them. I felt like the crowd was with them. Uh, the energy felt good. I thought they were presented in a good way. And they come in at number three. Number two this week, Chris Jericho. He, uh, I loved his promo. I loved uh, earlier in the, in the show when he attacked Hangman Page. <clears throat> and I think he's the big-time star that they need. And uh, they, they need more in my opinion, but I think Jericho is, he, he always delivers no matter what his role is or what he is asked to do. And I think he is delivering, uh, as he always has. Number one, I thought was Cody. I'm going to bring Cody in at number one for my top three wrestlers, performers from fight for the fallen. Um, in, in just the, everything from, from what he is doing and his playing that part in that to performing, uh, and I, and again, we talked about it with Ryan, but that promo after, I like it when he gets fired up and passionate. Uh, I could feel it, and uh, if I could feel it, I'm sure everybody could feel it. So it is. Uh, I think he's doing a very good job right now as well. And uh, those are my top three wrestlers from Fight for the Fallen. Doing a nutrition tip of the week this week here for our YouTube clips and bringing this back. Because uh, I know a lot of you guys enjoy the nutrition tips. Nutrition tip of the week is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition. All natural, premium supplements, sweetened with stevia, free, no artificial sweeteners, no artificial colors. Available on feedmemore.com and Amazon. This week, my nutrition tip is, you've heard me talk about sauced broccoli. I've gotten a lot of questions, actually, about this on online. Sauced broccoli, the brand that I use is Green Giant. It's available in the frozen food aisle. Uh, it's no art. It comes in bags. There's no artificial flavors, no preservatives. Uh, I do two bags a day of this. It's, uh, the nutrient profile is in one whole bag is four and a half grams of fat, 15 grams of carbs and nine grams of protein. Um, it's just lightly cheesed broccoli and it's low fat cheese. And like I said, it's, it's artificial, uh, no artificial flavors, no preservatives. Tastes great. It makes eating vegetables Way better, and I put garlic seasoning on it as well. 
with a little bit of the butter spray. And uh, it makes just eating vegetables way more fun and doable. And I like broccoli anyways, especially with a little bit of butter spray and uh, seasoning. But this just makes it easier to eat massive amounts of food with my proteins. Uh, and so just check that out, guys. It doesn't take a lot to, to clean up your diet. And you can eat a lot more vegetables and fill yourself up and feel full. It will really help you if you struggle uh, with eating healthy and get you on the right track. Because a lot of times people think when you eat healthy, you can't eat as much. You can. You just got to know how to do it in as far as broccoli and vegetables, certain green vegetables and salads. And not getting caught up in a lot of the, like, I don't have carrots in my salad or anything like that. I go greens, just straight greens. It's uh, And I'm telling you, it's a real trick that can really, really help you out on eating and getting, just feeling that feeling of full, being full uh, not hungry all the time. Moving on, my thought of the week, my motivational thought of the week, as we have called it. Motivational thought of the And for me, this has helped me tremendously, guys. I think it's something, um, mindset is everything, and we always have a choice how um, we can approach something. And this week, it's I want to talk about being thankful uh, and having the I have to mentality versus I get to mentality. And for me, this has been a drastic. When I, when I first heard this, <clears throat> it really resonated with me because it's like we have a choice how we want to go throughout our day. And we can go throughout our day feeling horrible and feeling bad if we want to. And it doesn't, doesn't help us. It doesn't, doesn't make us more productive. It makes things suck. Um, and, and that's having the I have to wake up. I have to do this. I have to go meet with this person. I have to go do this job for this amount of time. I have to eat now. Or you have the mentality of, I get to wake up today. I get to go to work and go do this. I get to go have this meal. I get to go meet this person. I get to go take on this task. I get to figure this problem out. See where I'm getting at? Two entirely different mindsets that we have full control over and Oftentimes when we are in a negative mindset or we find we're not in the place that we want to be in life, more often than not, we have a I have to mentality and simply just becoming conscious of this and becoming aware of it and start applying it to your life. When you catch yourself feeling down about something and it's, we get to live life each and every day. We get to have our health I and mean, there's little things I've always been thankful for. I'm even more thankful for now by simply just telling myself this repeatedly, I get to. I get to. I get to do this. I get to do this podcast. I get to run Feed Me More Nutrition. I get to spend time with my dogs who's had six back surgeries. And I'm very scared of what's going to happen. I get to spend every day with her and whatnot. So simply try that, guys. Gratitude and having that um, that thankful mindset. The It's very powerful. And I think it could really, really help you uh, by simply practicing telling yourself this over and over again. And it takes time, repetition, doing things over and over and over and over and over again, day after day after day, to get that to become instilled in our brains because we live in a very negative world that wants us negative, that wants us fat, that wants us out of shape, that wants us unhealthy. People want to suck our energy out of us. Everyone's trying to get of our attention with social media and cell phones. We have to be very conscious of our mentality at all times. I get to. It's my thought of the week with that. Other than that, guys, I think the Feed Me More Nutrition, the uh, ISO Hungry Fruity Cereal, Fruity Cereal Protein 
will be out in a couple weeks here. The labels just finally got finished and are getting sent off to the manufacturer. So stay tuned. You're going to love that protein from Feed Me More Nutrition. Plugs this week, guys. For all fan mail, please send to P.O. Box 752740, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89136. Special shout-outs to Wiretap Radio, CLNS Media, a wrestling historian, and the wrestling classic. As always, thank you guys very, very, very much. <clears throat> For all personal videos, buy myself, cameo.com slash the big guy Ryback. All professional wrestling bookings and appearances. I'm going to be taking bookings, guys. Moving forward, uh, from the month of November on, we're going to start taking some bookings again uh, for pro wrestling, um, whether they're appearances, signings, or actual wrestling matches. My first match is back, I believe, in November, um, and then uh, hopefully we'll get a booking. We're going to get a couple bookings in December, but you can start sending those in to book the big guy at yahoo.com or showbiz at aol.com. And uh, we're going to adjust the rate on a lot of that now that my health is back. And I can go wrestle because I want to wrestle to get back in shape and to, to be my all-time best in wrestling to get ready for what I'm going to do in 2020. So uh, hit us up, uh, Bill Barons at showbiz at AOL.com or book the big guy at Yahoo.com. Follow this podcast, Ryback TV, on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ryback TV. Please subscribe uh, and give us a like and turn your notifications on each and every week. And if you guys are digging this show, please leave an Amazon review and share this show with one person. As we continue to grow, it is greatly, greatly appreciated. Uh, Wake Up, It's Feeding Time, my motivational book available on Amazon in paperback, audible, and Kindle formats. Social media, I am the big guy, Ryback22, at Feed Me More Nutrition on Instagram, and at Conversation with the Big Guy on Instagram. Twitter's Ryback22, Feed Me More Nutrition on Facebook, and Snapchat at Ryback247. You guys have just listened to another episode of Conversation with the big guy right back. Feed me more. This is Conversation with the Big Guy Ryback. Right Subscribe, like, rate, comment, and 